You'll never let go of your past. Shut up! Get him! Welcome back, everyone, to Kingdom Hearts by Heart, your premier Kingdom Hearts podcast, where we do all Kingdom Hearts all the time. Uh, today, we are packing our bags and continuing our world-famous tradition on world tours, where we will go back and backtrack through worlds of past to do some cleanup. Basically, and uh, yeah, as you know, Kingdom Hearts 2 has lots of little check marks to tick, literally, in the form of Jimmy's Journal's missions. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, lots of that's a busy work, but some, some pretty fun stuff to cover in between, but with extra boss fights and all that good stuff. So, yeah, we're just gonna jump right back in. So, yeah, I am your. Uh, cloaked mushroom, Kevin, joined by my, uh, digitized replica, uh, shadow of a memory co-host, Marshall. I'll take it! And, yeah, let's, 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 uh, <laughs> go back to Agrabah. Yeah. Where someone has a chilly reception for us. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yes. So, Agrabah. Absent silhouette time. Vexen. Wahoo. Uh, yeah. Let's just let's just dive right on back in. I think that's the first mission for Agrabah in the journal. I believe I so. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, let's 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 see what he's got going on there. <sighs> so, next absence of what this time it is Vexen, and um, I think last episode, so we covered Marluxia and Larsine, and I think I said that Marluxia is the most difficult of the absence of what's. Uh, yes. Now that I've rounded out those batch of ne'er do wells, um, yeah, I stand by that statement. Uh, <laughs> I pretty much wrecked the remaining three, Vex mm-hmm. included. Um, so, yeah, I don't have too much to say, honestly. I mean, we'll have a lot more uh, once we get to their data versions. But here, I mean, yeah, he's a chili scholar. He got big old shield. He is constantly analyzing you and enhancing mm-hmm. and collecting all your data, which is why... You should always use NordVPN. Uh, and then eventually Antisora pops up. And you can fight him. <laughs> and then you can go back to fighting Vexen. And <laughs> I beat him up really fast. Thanks yeah. to some classic reflect magic. But also if you have any sort of fire and bond of flame and wizard and or final form. Like I'm sure you can just shred through this guy like... Like, paper snowflakes! So, yeah, I don't know how you fared, but this was super easy for me. And I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be much harder. But Yeah, yeah uh, pretty, really pretty similar. I don't have... I have a few notes, because I'm the note man, but other than that, Vexen's pretty straightforward. 
The most annoying thing, like yeah. you mentioned, is he scan- constantly scans you, so you have to constantly be moving. Is it a little heartless? Yep. Is it a little heartless emblem? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think... My first thought was, he's a nobody! So, mm. Mm, but to be fair, he does bring up Anti-Sora, who could be considered a heartless, so yada yada blah blah there. But yeah, it, uh, it gave me flashbacks to uh, Recom, because Vex is a very similar strategy, minus like the, the constant scanning. You have to break the mm-hmm. shield and then uh, uh, clap them cheeks, so... Yeah, it, 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 it's obviously less annoying here because we are uh, super duper powered, uh, and plus it's cage too, so combat's yeah. easier and better. So, yeah, um, I feel like at the start of the fight, I don't know. I think you don't have to, but as you move around constantly, the the tracker will have a harder time keeping up with you. So I feel like as long as you're following Vexen, Vexen kind of moves around a, enough by himself to the point where the tracker becomes kind of an issue but not as much of an issue as like at the start of the fight yeah for sure yeah yeah i feel it's kind of like delaying the inevitable like eventually anti-sora will pop but you can you can drag it out a little bit but like yeah even if he does show up like he's pretty easy to take out yeah he's got um, very minimal health right Man, yeah, <laughs> like one combo, basically. And but, he's um, out of here. I think it's just a matter of dividing and conquering. Like, if you're trying to take on both of them at once, like, the other's going to get you. So just focusing on anti-Sora, getting rid of him, going mm-hmm. back to Vexen, I think is really where any sort of difficulty lies in this fight. At this stage, I should say, since, you know, we're in game level. Um, yeah. Yeah, that and then... Yeah, just taking out Vexen's shield, which again, could pr- pretty much just takes one combo to knock out. Um, and then after that, yeah, it just kind of shred him. I think the only move that like did any sort of like real damage is just his little snowflakeies, because uh, they yeah. kind of come out pretty fast and like they have a lot of range. Um, like they'll probably hit you if you're mid combo. Um, but also, on the flip side, they're good reflect fodder. So, oh. once I call them that, the, the, the fight was pretty much done. Um, so, yeah, I I don't really know what else he does in this fight. I'm sure at some point he does his big freezy-freezy, but he did not get to that point with me. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was expecting, you know, some sort of fight, but... I just breeze right through him, like cut through him like butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ha- he does do his big, uh, big, 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 big old blizzard move. Um, if you get frozen, which happens sometimes to Sora, you just uh, mash. I think triangle turns into like a struggle reaction, or if not, it's um, whatever attack is on the command menu. But yeah, you, you just spam yeah. that and you crack, you crack open. Um. I was going to say it doesn't do too much damage, but then again, we're pretty decent level at this point. So, I can't make a note about that. But, yeah, Vexen's very straightforward uh, at the end of the day. So Yeah. Yeah, and even in the data version, which, jump my little head, but, like, even then, I remember him not being too hard. Because, yeah, whenever the organization has, like, an elemental weakness, so in this case, fire, like, it's... 
it's just game over. Exploit the living <laughs> So I didn't even do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't do that in this fight, but I probably will for the data version. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that is that is pretty much Vexen, honestly. Um, and Folia Real World, uh, very fittingly, you get a synthesis for Frozen Pride, which is just his big old shield, which you can use for Goofy, for Goofy. which apparently has the highest defense. <laughs> and that's all it says. I don't really know what the shield does. A shield with a the greatest defense, it says. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, what does that mean? I assume they all have, like, good defense. I don't know. Interesting. Um, I I, pull, I did pull up the synthesis just, just to be like, oh, what does it? It's, it's got 5-0, so 5... N- I mean, to be fair, none of Goofy's shields have magic in Cage, too. So I don't know why that... I mean, yeah. to, to be fair, Sora and Donald's weapons deal in strength and magic. So it's, to be fair, to keep the UI the same, you can't just be like, well, you could, but remove the magic from Goofy because it, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, um, regular Frozen Pride is kind of poo-poo garbo. It's just a 5-0, like, at this point... I feel like also because we're going back post, basically post game beating these up, all of these items aren't really going to benefit us, unfortunately. True. That's but, a good point. But their enhanced versions, their pluses, are, are very useful. I uh, doing this stuff. I've been talking to one of my friends, and he keeps asking me, "Oh, do you have all of the ultimate like accessories?" Or Ultima accessories, and I'm like, there are no Ultima accessories, right? And he's like, oh, no, no, I'm just talking about the best stuff. And I'm like, well, what is the best stuff? And I assume... Yeah, what is your definition? Yeah, I assume he was referring to a lot of the absent... The the nobody... uh, The organization uh, recipes that we get. And at the end of the day, yeah, he was talking about that stuff. I know Marluxia's Full Bloom is a pretty good accessory. And apparently when you upgrade Frozen Pride, it gives Goofy... Um, and be Hestega. So that's really good. Oh. But yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just cool that you can get some of their weapons as little little trinkets. Very fun little detail. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Another one bites the dust, baby. He's dead! So, uh, out of the, the blizzard and into the sweltering sands of Agrabah, um, yeah, let's, let's start shredding, brah, because we've <laughs> got some skateboarding to do. Oh, boy! Hey. <laughs> Which you activate by talking to the merchant, and it's skateboarding again, which I will say they picked a good room for it, because, I mean, maybe they designed it because of the skateboard, but the the city portion of Agrabah yeah. is very skate parky naturally. Um, so I guess there's that, <laughs> but it's basically the same, uh, goal as Port Royal, uh, where you got to collect the, the crystals in the air and follow the track. Um, pretty easy. I think it just took me like two or three tries just to figure out where they all were because there's a, a few of them where they all appear in like a chain in the air. And if you like fall short and you have to go back and then jump mm. again and then get the one. So that's kind of annoying, but other than that, easy peasy. Uh, yep. and then Squeezy. I don't know if you have any other thoughts on skateboarding. I had to refresh myself because I did this a while ago and completely forgot. And I was like, it's just pour oil, right? Pour oil, but harder. Mm. And yeah, it's just basically. 
a little harder because there's just less points. Like Port Royal is definitive. You get the 23, yeah, you're done. Like, it's basically right. a race with waypoints. This one, yep. I think it's until the timer stops. So that's yeah, the it's time the inverse. Yeah, support royals, see how fast you can go. Here, it's see how many points you can get before the time runs out. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's that. Yay! Pretty straightforward, so yeah. Exactly. And then, moving on, we got a magic carpet ride. ride. Yep. Which is, remember when you did this the first time? <laughs> Do it again. Yay! <laughs> Except slightly harder. So, I remember. What's the requirement for the heartless? Is it? It is sixty-five. It is 70? sixty. Yeah, sixty-five heartless or over. Yeah, for the German requirement. I got, I got sixty-four my first time oh, through. Oh no! <laughs> I was so bad. Um, but then I slapped on. Um, what did I slap on? I think I slapped on. Yeah, the negative combo. And then yes unequipped all the combo pluses. Yep. Spoiler alert, that's pretty much the winning strategy for all of these missions. It's it's like either or. Either you want to just do nothing but finishers, or you want to use Berserk Charge to never do finishers. There's no in-between with all these extra challenges. After I've gone through everything, yeah, that's that. that is that is basically it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, once I just got to, um, well... I didn't have a certain keylight yet, so I still had to do at least one hit before a finisher, but then once you're knocking out finishers, this is, like, really easy. So, I got the second try. Yay! <laughs> it's pretty much the same exact thing as the first time, so congratulations. Yeah, because um, it's the finishers for a carpet, for the carpet ride. There's the finishers that send the Heartless, like, careening yep. into the distance and kill them no matter what, so, hey, just, uh, just, just keep doing that. That, that, that works. Um, yeah, I think the longer your combo is, the worse. Yeah, so I, I think similarly I had... I didn't have uh, a certain keyblade, so... But, you know, I have one negative combo, so they're just... They're two hits, which is perfectly doable. Yeah, um, it's good you, enough. If you don't have negative combo, you'll you'll still be fine. Just make sure you unequip your combo pluses at this point. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, that's, that's basically the strategy. Yeah, especially if you have some finishing pluses, because um, you could just do one after the True, other. True, so that's yeah. good. If you lift one, you can just go into another finisher. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. I Check like, that one off. Yeah, and I feel like there's... Oh, we made reference to the to the Fat Bandit uh, solo alone by himself in the tower. Yeah, just hanging uh, out on his little roof. Yeah, so I think... I, I should have checked, but this this it's kind of tedious at this point. But there are over 65 Heartless on this map. There is that yeah. magical fat bandit on the rooftop if you care to aim. If you care to end this man's life, go ahead. But you don't need to to get the requirement as well. I think there's about... There's there's definitely over 70. I think in the somewhere in the 70s there's that amount of Heartless. So you can skip one or two. Especially, at, like... I feel like the little rapid thrusters and the bats or the hook bats are the easiest but also the most annoying sometimes yeah so you can miss one or two and you know still get still beat the requirements so don't yeah. immediately restart if you miss one. Oh, for sure yeah pretty lenient mm -hmm. all things considered um so yeah then after that uh we've got let's see what comes after that uh after this, the journal 
a interesting journal. I think it's the top, but I have it here. There is the Chasm Challenge for the Cave of Wonders. This is right before the very end, where there's the treasure room, where the platforms disappear after a while, and there's like four of them. There is an ambiguous timer. We kind of talked about this when we went through Agrabah. There is a requirement just to do it again. <laughs> but there is no... Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even remember doing this. Yeah. So maybe I did this like a long time ago. I def- and then I just didn't I bother looking because did it. it was checked off. Yes. So I did this um, <laughs> as soon as we got access to it because there's that one sticker uh, in the Chasm Challenge for Final Mix. Oh, yep. Yep. That checks out. So that's why we've already done it. But just do it again. Right. There's no secondary objective. Do it again. Just do it. Just, just, just yep. go ahead and have a little fun. Yep. We, we've made fun of this before, so if you, if you care enough to re- refresh yourself on us tearing this mini game apart, just go revisit the Agrobat episode. <laughs> mini game. <laughs> yeah, but then while you're there at the bottom, you can go on into the treasure room mm-hmm. for our final mission of Agrobat, which is another mushroom organization member. This time, it's number five. It's Mambo number and... five. Yep, I've been using this guy to grind Valor all game, but it's it's time for me to fight him properly. Mm-hmm. So, yep, the idea here is you want to knock him down before he heals, which is much easier said than done. Uh, yeah. He's a big, chunky boy who just... He's basically Snorlax. He just sleeps and sleeps and has a ton of defense. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a hard time taking him out. Um... Which I suppose is fitting, so he matches up with Lexius, the big brute. Um, so yeah, very bulky, basically just a big physical wall. Basically, um, yeah. And as we alluded to earlier, uh, his strategy is just uh, make sure you're just doing nothing but finishers, because <laughs> yep. yeah, those do the most damage. Uh, your normal hits just. Basically do nothing, so don't even worry about those. You want to get to your finisher ASAP. So I did have to come back to this guy after getting said Keyblade. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert, this Keyblade gives you the ability negative combo, so then you can just uh, knock out finishers immediately. Um, and yeah, you want to go into uh, limit form, is how I did it. Yes. Uh, after you told me, because I was doing it basic Sora, um... And then you said Santetsuken does wonders. Um, so I did that. And I also Santetsuken. removed Finishing Plus. Because if you do Zanny and then go into um, uh, Ripple Drive, Magic Ripple, whatever it's called, yeah. uh-huh. that's much less effective. So Correct. like you don't want to be using that. So I yeah. took Finishing Plus off. That way I would just do Santetsuken mm-hmm. I did the immediately. Because yeah. I forgot nice. to take it off. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, well, this isn't great. And then the first time, I did not get it. I was like, because like I'm still not strong enough. You're way leveled above me. I'm in like 55. Oh um, damn, range. Bro. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Needless to say, at this point, at the time of this recording, I am level 83 right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what you've been on, but uh, I'll have to do some catch up. But the yeah, gym. the first time, I just wasn't strong enough, so I put it on all of my my highest strength accessories which mm-hmm. wasn't a lot but i was like okay we'll see how this goes and then if i need more i'll go do some synthesis i guess uh but i just barely managed to clinch it out once i changed my accessories mm. i got him in like 9.63 seconds oh uh, the requirement is 10 Woo. so whew, i was prepared to like have to like put him off for a long time until i 
did some grinding, but yep, yeah, he's out of the way. There so. you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh did not. Not even a spoiler. I don't know what I was gonna say. Spoiler alert. I realized that a lot of these challenges, there's just like a base. Lo- I wouldn't say base level requirement, but a base stat requirement. So I just and we'll talk about this sort of probably towards probably in our post game. But yeah, I just I hit a certain grinding spot and I just blazed a trail until like. 75-ish, yeah. and then I went, I revisited a lot of the things, because they would be they would be easier, actually. So yeah, this yeah. is, and this is exactly one of them. Um, and there is, there is another for method sure. for Mushroom 5 that we talked about earlier, and you and I, like, in, in, in private, just outside of our recording, I have yeah, never seen this scenes. method at all, aside from what a friend told me when I was, when I was taking care of, just someone who I know we listen to the show. Who is? Well, I was going through this. So, uh, if you want to, ch- if you are impatient like I am and just want to cheese the hell out of it, you just need final form, probably maxed out, but not really, and items. Any yep. gosh darn little item that your pocket, your big old pockets can carry, and maybe in your shoes. But uh, when you use an item. In final, uh, when you do anything in final form, the keyblades go ham. When you use anything. an item in final form, they go extremely bananas. So yeah, I just kind of pop final form, uh, put a put an item like a potion probably because they're the cheapest and these stone cross on your hotbar or yeah. your shortcut, sorry, and just spam that. And so I spam like three potions, and I, uh, this thing died in like three seconds. I was, I I was oh. little, I was like literally awestruck. I was like, oh. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to try this out myself. So yeah, it was. I need to see it to believe my I eyes. I felt powerful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Well, speaking of powerful, I have my own little tricky trick mm. to recommend for our next stop. Uh, so we're gonna mosey on over to Olympus Coliseum. Yep. Uh, but before we do some some tourneys, uh, we're gonna check off some other stuff. Uh, first of all, we got another absent silhouette in the form of Zexion. Oh, uh, here we go. Very again. fitting, because <laughs> this was the very first absent silhouette we spotted. So Correct, it's yeah. time to finally, time to go back and proclaim what was once ours. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, you inspect it. You're warped to um, a unique battlefield. So most of them. Let's see. They're either that like weird platform in um I guess Castle Oblivion is what they're going for. Yeah. Um uh Vexen was in front of the Twilight Town mansion. He was in front of the mansion. Yeah. Marluxia's was kinda different. It was the tower, but then like a white background, probably to mimic like his final fight. Arena. Yes. Uh-huh. Um Larkzine was the same weird tower yeah okay so that's the four yeah, but yeah here the calm boss but... it's the um destiny it's islands? the uh destiny islands ruined island i guess you could say mm-hmm. which is just cool to see it in cage two because on that there's no destiny island nothing in here um aside from the cutscenes so yep that's neat um and yeah zexian aka the bookworm aka um a really annoying fight normally uh, cuz he just kind of stalls it out endlessly with his little book dimension. But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the idea is he 
<laughs> Do you ever just get sucked into a book? <laughs> so he'll trap Donald and Goofy. And then you gotta whack the books. Because books aren't good for nothing. Except beating them with a giant sword. Uh, and then you get to free them. And then you can go after the man himself. But um, I have a cheese strap. Go. Oh, which works wonders. Give, yeah. me, the, give me the cheese. So, what's, what's the cheese, girl? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one also uses final form, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Uh, so yeah, uh, saved on Goofy um, from the books, because I think the idea is it's kind of like a countdown, kind of like a phantom in Cage 1, where as soon as one of them gets booked, then the other gets booked, like you're going to get booked. So like you want to yes. free them to kind of make that buffer for yourself. Mm-hmm. So once that's out of the way, pop final form, and then just spam fire basically well no don't spam it uh do like two fires in a row without doing the finisher okay wait two more fires wait two more fires and you'll you'll just shred through his hp bar in like 10 seconds oh it's wow. pretty embarrassing yeah well, no yeah, the fight I just ends instantly he is the first one i'm not i'm i'm curious i might look at their stats after we're recording but yeah he's the first one you meet so theoretically he would have the lowest like level yeah. threshold he's probably the weakest so yeah you can just, just yeah. destroy all of Sexian's hopes and dreams yep he can't do anything so very much like Saix and I, I discovered it the same way YouTube just recommended me like hey check out a way to just end this fight instantly and I was like oh wow and yeah it's also really easy to pull off so just don't do the finisher because then obviously he'll break out like it'll send him away but then also it'll trigger his revenge value um so just do two little baby fires wait and then rinse repeat and then yeah just end this man's career instantly but um yeah i i assume you did it the normal way so i, if you I, I did chat do it, that, i did do it the normal guest. way <laughs> This might have been... I think I revisited this before we hit the end of World That Never Was. So it was actually a while ago. I think I was just either in the area or I was just like, let me go beat up... Welcome to my curiosity. Uh, (laughs) When we get to a certain boss fight towards the end of the episode, that was also like a, can I take on this character now? Let me me try. (laughs) And so yeah, yeah, Zexion was one of them. So yeah, I did this pretty normally. So I got... Sent to the library, which is when Zexian's like, "Hey, uh, you should like become a book," and you're like, "No, books are dumb. It's for nerds." He's yeah. like, "Why'd you say about my books?" And then he tries to kill you. So yeah, there's again. I'll just, I just refer to it as the book dimension <laughs> constantly. Yeah, the shadow realm. Yeah, it sends you to like essentially this like white gray void where there's nothing but copies of his. I think his weapon is called Shadow Archive. Um, just copies yeah. of his book. So you have to find the the Zexian. So he's hiding in one of the books. So it's one of those, uh, you know, walnut game. Find the right book and try to beat try to beat him out of it. There are a lot of yep. like uh, the books will randomly fly around, smack you. At certain times, they do like a formation attack, basically. Well, they'll, they'll like Get them, girls. Like nine will kind of you know in a three by three grid might like line up and then charge at Sora, um, yeah, and some other things. So yeah, especially I feel like when you get then, close to the real Zexian, or when you start actually damaging, because all the books have one HP, so the minute you hit them, they're done. When you actually find Zexian, I think I feel like the books get the books get real nervous and they start going haywire uh, in an effort to like, yeah. knock you out of your combo. 
Um, but yeah, you and can... then isn't there's like a command lock attack, or is that in the data fight where it changes all your commands and you have to turn through the menu to find like unlock or free or whatever? Nope, that that that's in here. You... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So there's that's probably the like most gimmicky part of the fight. I would yeah, say. Yeah. At some point, I couldn't even to actually tell you when. We'll probably talk about it during the data fight. Um, I forget what prompts it, to be honest, because I don't think it's getting sent into yeah. the book dimension. It's weirdly at random points in, in like, the book dimension. Yeah, um, I think it's just a random attack. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's... Uh, I would have like, to refresh my memory. Yeah, like you had said, your command window changes to, the, you know, it's very Organization 13 inspired new command menu, where one of the commands will be turn page. There are some random ones I think of, like, you know, there's one called Fortune where you'll you'll like spawn a bunch of money. There's definitely one that's like yep. health, magic, like same for all the prizes essentially. Um, you want to look for Dispel, which should kick Zexion out of his book and help you get back to the main arena. And I sure we'll have more to talk about once we get to the data fight. But yeah, yeah. there is I guess two other little things. There is what is it? You can, can get turned into a book in the book dimension, similar to uh, Vex and Freezing You with Blizzard. Uh, just Mash Triangle. I remember this cor- actually correctly, so yeah. Just Mash Triangle, it turns to struggle to uh, not turn into not a nerd anymore. And he does have a move. I definitely have it written down, but I remember it. Um, you, uh, I believe it's, yeah, it's when you're in the book dimension. There are three spotlights that surround you and you're spotting oh, God. Of them. Yes. Yep. This is where you need quick run, good sir. So yeah, um, a book will kind of like bounce around like instantaneously between the the, the spots. Um, when it turns and stops a certain color, you want to make sure you're in that spotlight. The and the timing on this is very tricky and very quick. So, like I yeah. mentioned, I feel like I never yeah. do this right. Just kind of <laughs> gotta take the hit and suck it up. Yeah, so I, I didn't get hit this time because I just passed. I just like looked out and probably paused, spammed a little bit. And I wouldn't say spam, but every time I got every time I got nervous, I default like hit the hit the pause menu so I know what's going on and then unpause oh, yeah, it for sure. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's mostly Zexion. Again, he's yeah. gonna be the weakest one. He, um, I feel like, uh, yeah, he sort of gets an item slot for this. Uh, Goofy gets damage control, which Woo! for uh, for Goof or for you know Donald and Goofy who are just AI controlled. Things that let them not die are probably yeah. the, the best besides Generally stuff like, good, you know, Goofy good. Tornado, Donald Fire, or stuff like that. Um, oh, and for, 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 but for Vexen's fight, you get an armor slot. Woohoo. Um, but yeah, Zexion, like all the others, drops Lost Illusion, as well as another recipe. That recipe is for Shadow Archive, which is his uh, organization equipment. It is an accessory that specializes in magic and AP. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. And there we go. That's Zexion. Yeehaw. Um, but yeah, while we're here, why don't we go do some training? Oh, boy. Because we definitely need that this late in the game. <laughs> so, remember, like, 30 hours ago when he knocked some pots around for Phil? Well, that's back, everyone. What about if you want to do it again? <laughs> yeah. So there are there are two tiers of mission here. The first one is practice, which means select practice. 
start the minigame, instantly quit the minigame. Congratulations, <laughs> you did it. <laughs> you bet that technically counts, so... Just why? Yeah. Just why? <laughs> I, I guess to be fair, it's, it's... Now, now I'm curious... Uh, like we just talked about the Chasm of Challenges and Cave of Wonders. I wonder if you if you could do the same thing. Because to be fair, all the German requirement says is try X thing again. Yeah, I'm not sure honestly. So if there's no I secondary think, requirement, yeah. like you know, for the you know, oh go talk to the mushroom, but then there's obviously like a certain threshold we want to hit. You the, yeah. if there was no secondary requirement, you could just be like, I touch this and I run away. Okay, I did it. Yep, pretty much. But the real. Uh, score challenge is the maniac mode, um, which yeah, same mini game again, uh, except this time you actually want to focus on the points. Uh, spoiler, not spoiler alert. I don't know why I keep saying that, but uh, <laughs> just go for the big pots. Uh, but specifically, you want to knock the big pots into little pots. So when I first did this, um, I was using a magnet spiral. Because I thought that would be handy to, like, group them all together and then yeah. knock them all out at once. Mm -hmm. But, no, I was, like, struggling. And then it was annoying because I would knock out all the pots that way. And then the minigame, like, nothing would happen for, like, six seconds. I don't know if you had this problem. But, like, oh. no more urns would appear. And I'm like, okay, like, this feels literally impossible because the game's <laughs> just not loading fast enough. Like, what the hell's happening here? Yeah. So I feel like whenever I just had no strategy and went in very Unga Bunga style... There would be points where, if, you, if I would say if you're too efficient, quote-unquote, the game is just like, well, spots well. are... Yeah, so I feel like it, they, the pots spawn on a timer. The game doesn't realize, oh, you've beaten up everything? Okay, let me spawn yeah. more stuff. <laughs> or there's not like a threshold, like, oh, I always need X amount of pots or urns, technically, or whatever, to exist on the field for the user. So, yep. yeah, that's uh, that is a problem I encountered. And very, yeah. <laughs> very similar to uh, a mushroom we just talked about and certain negative combo strategy, uh, finishers are very fun. And finishers yep. just win the game because finishers, um, like, very like, just, blah, 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 just like carpet, finishers will knock away the urns, you get the points, bada bing, bada boom. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I did that yeah. strategy of negative combo for the win. For sure. Except take off explosion because if you do that, it'll just kind of break the big pots instead of sending them into the little pots. Yes. Um, so you just kind of want to angle, just like, you know, put the big pot between you and the little pots so that when you hit it, it just goes straight forward and knocks mm -hmm. in them. And then if you do that, you're going to get like three times the amount you need. It's really easy once you figure it out. Um, yeah. So... That's pretty much it. Yeah, pretty straightforward. <laughs> just again, those strategies kind of break the mini game. So go ahead and just uh, just do those. Yeah, it's weird. Like, <laughs> like very, like none of these missions really feel like challenges mm -hmm. so much as like puzzles, I guess. Where like once you figure out the answer, like you're pretty much done. Like, there's not really any skill here, and not that you would want to like do this to like try to get a high score because none of them are really fun mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah it's very much like okay what do i have to do what's the most efficient way to do this okay i did it all right what's next <laughs> <laughs> i also feel like we like 
just because this game is so so old that makes me feel ancient but theoretically this game's like 16 years old it yeah i think we've had just this game has been around so long we know what to do kind of really takes like yeah. the challenge aspect like uh a good example i think of something that we know how to do but takes a few tries is mushroom number three like as much as we like uh, look at me and my 15 draws equipped nobody can stop me that's like a challenge you still have to do like two to five yeah. plus times because it's something you have to get used to and know how to, to you know know how to actually manipulate and go along with yeah whereas the mushrooms are a little different i feel like yeah. they definitely require more skill more often than not mm-hmm. but yeah for these like mini games like yeah you wouldn't want to go back to them after completing the mission basically because there's yeah. just not a lot to it there's yeah there's basically nothing <laughs> yeah um so yeah what's that's done making it to the main meat of the Olympus Coliseum, which is, of course, the cups. And, yeah, I'm just going to say it. Kingdom Hearts 2's Underdrome is a huge letdown from KH1's Coliseum. Um, and I can't quite put my finger on why, but it's just... It's not as memorable to me. Um, it's pretty straightforward... Like, they try to add the gimmicks on top of each cup, mm-hmm. but I feel like they don't really add anything. Um, there's, like, the weird point system, which to this day I still don't really understand. <laughs> oh, God. Um, We're gonna and like, get into that, too. Yeah, I just don't care for the cage 2 cups, like, at all. Um, and I hate how there's, like, 17 of them <laughs> between this and the Paradox Cups, and then try it again, get the score, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, yeah. I don't want to do any of this. So, yeah, I went through the first three mm-hmm. Cups, Pain and Panic, Cerberus, Titan. Um, like, I saved them until, like, right until now, because I just didn't want to deal with them until mm-hmm. I knew I was really uh, overleveled. Yeah. So I just kind of breezed through them, and, yeah, I don't really have anything to say about any of them because they all just kind of blur together i think it's just because like we said earlier cage 2 combat is just much more fast paced and you're much more powerful than cage 1 where for the most part the coliseum did feel like a struggle especially if you did it like at an appropriate level whereas here like you just kind of like breeze through it even if you aren't 30 levels above mm-hmm. when the coliseum's introduced so like it just never really stood out to me um so, I only ever do them out of obligation, not out of fun. And then, like, do you get experience in the KH2 Cups? You do not. I don't think... Yeah, when, you don't. Whenever you so, yeah. pull up, yeah, whenever you pull up or you go into it for the first time, it tells you... Um, I mean, to be fair, you only see the rules the first time you do them, or if you go to, like, the help during the middle of the cup, but yeah, it, it says, hey, yep. you, do, you don't earn experience, which is a departure yep. from KH1 where this was actually a pretty decent grinding spot. Yeah, so it's like, what the hell, man? (laughs) So I think that's another uh, big um, nail in its coffin for me. Um, But yeah, they're here, they're missions, so I guess we can talk about them a little bit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they all have gimmicks. So Pain and Panic, uh, your limits cost less than usual, so instead of taking the whole MP bar, you could get like three or four... Uh, out of one bar, which yeah. I guess is cool if you like limits. <laughs> yeah, I. Mm, 
I, I have a love-hate with uh, with Pain and Panic for this mechanic. Because I feel... I don't know. I don't really... To be fair, at this point in my career, I don't use the limits very much. So I'm like, okay, let me revisit yeah. this thing I don't use quite often. Because I'd rather use my magic on just being me! Like, using, yep. like, magnet and thunder and spells. And, and to be fair, you could also do that and then... I mean, it's the same strategy with Cure, right? You feel I feel like if you've spammed a lot, you want to save at least one MP so you can use Cure, similar to the limits. Exactly. Because it, it just drains the remainder of your MP. It's not like you need a certain amount, like all the rest of the yeah. magic. So, yeah. And, and because MP charge just exists, yeah. But uh, I feel like they're under... I'm not sure if I underappreciate them or they're just that unimportant. But, yeah, that's my... Uh, that's how I feel about limits. So, going back to them... Eh, it's, it's nice, at least, the, you know, kind of a refresher, but I don't know. It, the Panic Opinion is definitely the least impactful of the rule sets at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, okay, cool, I can use limits, but I'm just going to do my normal moves because that's much faster. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. Yay. Then when you win, you get a Protect Belt and Serenity Stone, which, yeah, yeah if you waited until this long... They're now <laughs> useless. Um, in International yeah, yeah. Cage 2, I remember. I actually remember this because I got the protect belt and I was like, "You gave me the wrong equipment." Uh, you get a lucky ring instead in a oh. in International Cage 2. There's a few of these. I I pulled up the tabs just to make sure I'm coding everything correctly. Um, but yeah, there are a few of these that did get the rewards changed in Final Mix. So, but I mean, but boom. But yeah. Yeah. Next up, Cerberus Cup, which uh, a little more interesting, gimmick-wise. So, you mm -hmm. fight solo, but you can access all your drive forms. Yay! So, yeah. if you like drive, uh, congratulations. Go crazy. Um, yes! Of course, yes, I will. Again, at this point, you're probably just going to spam final form. <laughs> um, which is a good strategy, because you'll just kind of... Ravage everyone, basically, <laughs> including yeah. Cerberus, who comes back for a quick little rematch. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, he still doesn't really put up a fight, especially at this point. I took him out in like ten seconds, and it's like, oh, <laughs> poor puppy. Yeah. Well, um, I think uh, Pain and Panic is like a level fifteen, level two, it might be level twenty. Each of the cups is like a level recommendation. So if Pain and Panic is like twenty, I think Cerberus is thirty. So we are. Uh, essentially double plus where where we should be. Yeah, at this I point. think I think we're good. So it's a it's a little bit of a cakewalk at this point. Um, yeah. I might have revisited this before we went to the world that never was as well. So I think I went through like with master form and just again rec shop. It's it's yeah, pretty easy that'll to do, do it. so. Yeah. And then next up, we got the Titan Cup. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, same idea, you're solo, but now you can use summons! Um, so, I would recommend using either Stitch or Peter Pan, uh, because they both give more points, which is the other annoying gimmick of all these cups. But, but um, why yeah, when... do they give more points? <laughs> so, when Stitch uses his ukulele... It just gets everyone to drop their points, their yeah. orbies, if you will, um, inexplicably. Um, but he doesn't do it too often, so I think Peter Pan is better in that sense, because he'll get them to drop points, 
anytime he does his little pokey pokey pokey, which yes. is basically anytime you're attacking. So go to Peter Pan. I think I almost think he's mandatory to get the mission, which is five thousand plus points, and I haven't done that yet. Um, yes. So I've I've seen a lot of strategies, and I've done my strategy is just to be uh, the most. I want to be Stitch's best friend. That requires summoning Stitch and just spamming his limit. <laughs> but yeah. If you want to do it naturally, oh, okay. if you want to do it naturally, do what you just said. Just summon Peter Pan, because whenever you attack, Peter Pan's like, "Go!" Oh! and he'll 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 yep. attack along with you, which is very, 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 <laughs> very, very helpful. But yeah, yeah. I, I I forget you, that summon limits are a thing, but yeah, that makes sense to well, just manually. Especially use during this ukulele. playthrough, we've my third eye has been opened to screw using the limits, just let the summon live and exist and pull off its passives. Yes, uh, I'm telling you. Exactly. Stitch has. I uh, you know, I think back to when we were grinding in the world that never was. Some of the mushrooms just benefit from like Stitch licking my MP bar constantly or deflecting things because he <laughs> exists. Yeah, like it's better than trust me. It's better than Ohana, which it, <laughs> it also takes too long. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. All the limits suck. Sorry, Genie. Not yeah. sorry. Yeah. So I had this conversation with somebody um, about limits because I, I was grind I was grinding um, uh, for Hayes Paradox Cup because we talked about this. I realized that my summon gauge needed to be seven because my drive gauges were already ma- or drive forms were already maxed out. And I definitely was like, oh, I definitely can spam in this area, and we'll get to that whenever we do like you know like level up grinding and stuff for forms. But. Um, I was having a conversation with someone about summons. I think, yeah, I think Genie is my favorite design-wise, but execution-wise, Genie's, unfortunately, the bottom of the barrel, I think. Like, Chicken Little provides... Yeah. Like, I think that, like we mentioned just now, the passives are very good. So, like, Stitch does yeah. everything. He deflects, he attacks, he stuns, he gives you magic. Is best yep. boy. Peter Pan attacks with you. Just like in KH1, Tinkerbell will constantly heal you as well. Uh, you've, yep. you, you've talked to Chicken Little to a great degree of being able to basically be a magnet. At the end of the day, yep. Genie has nothing like that. So Genie is only limits. So yeah, unfortunately, exactly. Genie just sucks. I think he does have the best limits, but like I yeah. never found them particularly useful. And I know some people swear by them. Um, but yeah, I just, I just don't care for him. Yeah, they're, they're, they're creative. Like I said, they're very creative. But at the end of the day, you need... I mean, while everyone else does a limit and then a bunch of passives, Genie is only... He, he puts all his eggs, unfortunately, into that one basket, so... Yeah, which also <sighs> means that he he's not out as long, because as soon as you use a limit, it just goes through your um, your drive bars like really fast. So Yep. Yeah, I, I honestly don't even know if I've summoned him once this playthrough. That sounds Oopsie. about right. Um, and I did I did check just to make sure I'm, again, not spewing hot garbage. A genie does restore your HP when it is low, but that's oh. that's it. <laughs> Interesting. I did not... Yeah. I I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Shows how much <laughs> I use genie. Exactly. <laughs> yup. So, yep, that's that. Um... You get the Genji Shield and Skillful Rain for winning. Congratulations. Uh, for some reason, I remember the Genji Shield, like, getting that in, um, 
the palace in Land of Dragons. Is that another sort of switcheroo between the international version, or am I just making that up because the Genji Shield's kind of like Asian influenced? Uh, I I think I had the very 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 similar thing, but yeah, it's uh, no matter what you pick it up. Um, I'm double checking. What? I'm double checking just um, to make sure I'm talking out of my butt. But yes, yes, because Yuffie only shows up. Well, Mandela effect. Very Mandela effect. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. It, it's always here. Yeah. It's always complete the Titan Cup to get it. Gotcha. You yeah. get the um the ogre shield and the palace, which correct. Okay. Whatever that shield's supposed to be. <laughs> it's uh. I I remember equipping this. I think uh, I remember I. As you say that, I have flashbacks to a recording of Mulan. I had to be like, yeah. but wait, there's more! Because it was like the first uh, Donald Goofy like, uh, weapon that had an ability. Because I think it has Defender on it. Um, yep. and it's what I, I think it's what I used up until... Um, I want to say Knight Defender, but I also might have synthesized a better shield at that point, so I'm not exactly sure. Um, Probably. Yeah. Um... But yeah, this is it's a yes. Can confirm is always Genji Shield. Uh, also, apparently, it's based off of uh, the Genji armor from Final Fantasy, which I do not recall. The only thing I recall about that is it's associated with Gilgamesh from Final Fantasy, who is one of my favorite characters. And now I'm sad that I'm just learning this. But other than that, Ooh. yeah. Uh, I also couldn't even tell you what the Skillful Ring does. Never mind. I checked it. Gives you a bunch of AP. Cool. I'm gonna say I'm okay. guessing it gives you a lot of AP. It's it's one of those uh, accessories that's uh, a bunch of AP but no no stat boosts. So yeah. 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 Alrighty, and then lastly we have the Goddess of Fate, cup, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, your average cup. Well, it's weird. It says like there are no rules, but then like it like cycles through rules, which is annoying. Um, yes. It. Very interesting. Yeah, it says. To be fair, I mm, Hades Paradox Cup kind of does this of like cycling the rules, but they're they're set rules for a set round number. Whereas this kind of says, "Oh, there's nothing Whenever. to see here." Ooh, ooh, psych, and you know, look at all the yep. requirements you have to go through. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's another ten round cup, so pretty easy. The rules don't really. Add much, yep. um, and yeah, I guess the most notable thing is you fight Hades at the end of this one. So, oh. and he's got a mob of heartless, particularly the Hammer Boys. Um, boys, which I guess is challenging because they hit pretty hard and they got the AOE effect, yep. and they spawn infinitely. So it's another one of those cases where it's like okay. Um, like, where are you going to focus? Um, on the mobs or on Hades? Because mm-hmm. either way, you're going to be hitting, getting hit from all angles. Um, so, that's something. But at the end of the day, it's just Hades. He's not too hard. He's so. got a very simple... Eh. I mean, we fought Hades at the end of um, of Olympus Coliseum second visit. So we know the Hades fight. This is exactly the same thing. It's in basically the same arena, too. Like, like the... The background effects yep. are different. Ooh, we're in the weird green void. But other than that, <laughs> it's the exact same fight. So, except it's easier because he doesn't go into like his berserk mode because yeah. you have Herc, and it, then you can't knock him out of it. So. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, 
It's... Uh, and so... Uh, I feel frustration because I just started doing the Haze Paradox Cup, and there are several boss fights in there. They're like, hey, I just have more health. I don't do anything more interesting. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you had potential. So going back to this, I'm like, you had potential. But yeah, yep. it's just worse Hades. But the thing is, he like he's like, oh, I'm getting hit a lot. I'm going to teleport away. And usually he'll teleport yeah. and like backpedal or teleport and faraga ball you. And it's just lit, it's just a very consecutive cookie cutter pattern, so uh, not yeah. a very fun fight. <laughs> yeah, which is probably why they added the heartless because without them, it would just be nothing. It would be no different. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that. Um, but you do get some nice rewards for yes, this you do. one. <laughs> you get a nice shiny or a chalchum plesu. Ah. Uh, very handy. Yes. And then, for some reason, you get a Fatal Crest Keyblade. Mm. <laughs> Which is, like, probably the Keyblade, like, the most forgettable Keyblade in the whole game for me. I'm always like, oh, yeah, that is a thing. <laughs> um, so, Strength 3, Magic 5, Ability, Berserk Charge, uh, which we may or may not have explained before, but... Whenever you go into MP Charge, um, mm. you can just do combos infinitely without doing a finisher, so it does come in handy in a lot of situations, believe yes. it or not. Oh, and also your your strength goes up, um, which is kind of like the main two. benefit. Yeah. Um, but in terms of design, I, kn- I don't really know what this Keyblade's going for. <laughs> it's it's basically the Underworld Keyblade, right? I was going to say, it's the Underworld Keyblade to Woo! pair with... A hero's crest, I guess, but like, why? <laughs> um, um, kind of funny though, because we do have. Well, to be fair, we have hero's crest, we have guardian soul, and now fatal crest to add to the Olympus Keyblade pool. And yeah, I guess to be fair, they, they all do symbolize something different. Like guardian souls, or because I was about to say, like, there's three. Why do we have another? Guard, to be fair, guardian soul is more of an orange, or is not even not. Potentially, it is an Orin Keyblade. Heroes Crest is Herc, and this is just yeah. Like most the of the uh, fantasy characters get their Keyblades, mm-hmm. um, or in Yuffie's case, their shields. Um, but yeah, like okay, I get that. Like the handles, kind of like um, Hades Palace, the, like weird skull thing. That's cool. Um, the keychain is like the the Goddess of Fate trophy or whatever. Yep. But then, like, why? <laughs> Why is the blade itself and the keys just a skeletal dragon? Dragon! <laughs> Where has that ever come up in Hercules anything? <laughs> what the hell is that? It could be like the skeleton like the, the skeleton of the Hydra or something, something, something. But yes, it uh it, yeah. it, it pulls from it pulls from foreign aspects that we don't really have or even see whatsoever, so uh I mean I I like the the dragon design, but it is kind of just grasping at straws yeah it's very random which makes you question like why is this a keyblade because like the main sort of design is just kind of pulled out of nowhere so it's like what was motivating this keyblade like did we need this <laughs> like, not uh, really but i do appreciate as we've mentioned before berserk charge is very good i just yeah. got berserk charge because of <laughs> i chose the shield at the beginning <laughs> So, a lot of strategies that require using multiple Keyblades, or at least Berserk Charge, I have to be like, I have to use Fatal Crest. 
Um, So yeah, it's a, it's been an adventure. Yeah, despite it being one of the most confusing Keyblades, it is going to come in quite handy during this whole chunk of game. So, yes. yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, so, yeah, that's the cups. Um, they also have Paradox versions, which are very annoying. It's basically the same thing, but more strict Banana. score requirements. Yeah, yes. and then, like, more difficult oh, we enemies. Will, we will get into those. Uh, a quick point. I know they existed because of the journal entries, but I never did these as a kid because I didn't understand that you had to go back to Hades' chamber and talk to Hades. So, I, I, the internet was in its... And it's, it's oh, still wow. blossoming at that point. So I, I don't even remember d- that. Yeah. don't think I ever Google searched it. <laughs> or maybe it just yeah. didn't exist. But yeah, I so I didn't do the Paradox Cup stuff until 2.5 actually came out. And even then, I didn't do the Hades Paradox Cup, which is the final one. So yeah. a lot of these Paradox things are kind of new to me. But yeah. yeah, it's been a journey. I don't blame you. Um, so yeah, we'll get to that later, because we have too much other ground to cover oh. without doing a repeat of everything we just talked about, so yep. stay tuned. <laughs> um, but we do have one last task here in the Coliseum, yes. which is Mushroom number six, uh, which you can find in the, uh, whatever it's called, I forget, the lobby, the atrium, the atrium. Uh, yeah, um, it's the atrium. It's right before we go to, we went to free Meg for anyone who yes. doesn't know what, doesn't understand yeah. what the atrium was, how dare they? It's where you fought Dimix's water clones. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a time. <laughs> so this one does little clonies of itself and it's very, very much like the uh, first magic carpet. Uh, minigame where there'd be the little orbies and you'd have to use a certain spell on them to activate them because they'd yeah. be in a pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, so here, um, they'll kind of do a little circle up and you got to use fire on them. They'll line up in a horizontal line, um, use Blizzard, or they'll kind of all bunch around in one area, which I always just use Thunder at that point. Um, so yeah. Uh, wisdom form is pretty handy, maybe essential for this bout. Um, yeah, this is one of the more tougher ones, I would say, just because the requirement is forty-five seconds, which is pretty tight, mm-hmm. and um, like with aiming your magic and whatnot, there's a lot of room for error, so. It took me a few tries for sure, but I think the main thing is just memorizing where each formation is going to spawn next, so that way you can kind of get a jump on them before they appear. And then, that final bout, where they all appear flying up in the air, and they're spread out, which is where I use Wisdom Shot, but like, my god, it's so stressful, like, turning the camera, locking on, shooting, making sure you hit them, and then going on to the next one... Like, yeah. I definitely choked on that a few times. <laughs> and um, Berserk Charge is helpful in that sense, because you don't want to use your finisher, because it's going to slow you down. Yes. So, just mm-hmm. keep using your shots at that point. Like, try to make sure, like, you, like, um, whatever your last spell was before this round, like, just do that a few more times. Like, pop off a few thunders, so you'll go into MP Charge before they appear. Mm-hmm. And then let loose your magic bullets. Um... Yeah, this is one of the trickier ones, but definitely doable, unlike another mushroom we'll talk about later. 
Uh, yes. But yeah, this one has probably given me the most trouble of um, all the ones we've done so far in terms of having to do it multiple times. But like, not like frustratingly so, just like I said. Yeah, things that are doable, tricky. but just kind of similar to, we talk about, I mean, we, we referenced Mushroom 3 earlier and we literally talked about it last episode. One of those things where it just requires doing it a few times, just getting the experience under your yeah. belt, understanding the the fight. Fight in air quotes, but you know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, Don't and... have anything more to add. I forget if I used wisdom or final for this. I think I might have used wisdom or actually regular. Um, but I feel like wisdom, the floaty, the floaty forms are the best because you have that movement and that accessibility. I and I want to say, yeah. I want to. I wouldn't even recommend using final form because. How much? I mean, to be fair, as you as you reference the last part of that, where they spawn around the perimeter of the room, I feel like gliding with final form would be good there. But oh, true. My first yeah, my first that. thought is that final form changes your magic around so much. Would it still be the same? And the answer is yes. But I feel like it's flashier. Like there's more end frames. Like final fire. Yeah. Is much flashier. Thunder covers a bigger area. Um, it might take a little longer to manipulate. Blizzard, I think, is the same. It just fires three lines instead of the singular line. Um, but we, yeah, we have options here. So, but I, I, yeah. think, I, th- I think I would recommend what you did and use Wisdom Form because your magic's the same. You get the mobility and you have access to Wisdom Shot. So, yeah, very handy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, picking shrooms left and right. Yeah. So. Uh, now, let us head on over to Twilight Town, dun, dun, which dun, 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 has a doozy. Um, yeah, definitely yeah. has a lot of missions, this uh, which is annoying. One of the most of them are pretty. Yeah. yeah. Um, this and Radiant Garden probably have the most. Uh, I wouldn't say egregious, but really just the most amount of missions in general. <laughs> just a lot of busy work, honestly, like yes. literally. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, right off the bat, <laughs> pun intended. Uh, struggle, remember Let's struggle? Get ready to it's struggle. struggle. It's back. <laughs> uh, so you got to go through Hainer, Setzer, and Cipher. Um, and yeah, at this point, again, you're so overpowered, none of them stand a chance, and it's it's quite embarrassing. Yes. Um, it becomes so... how quickly can I defeat this? How quickly can yeah. I win this fight? Uh, and again, you're going to want to use negative combo um, to just instantly use explosion, knock all their balls out instantly, fly as many draws as you can, and just suck them up, and then finish the fight in like five seconds, oh, and then it's done. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, don't I, actually try to like just... knock them out, just get all the yeah. balls. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I feel like I do this one more naturally. Just, I usually just want to combo them. Uh, usually, I feel like it's uh, ground combo into explosion into air, something aerial, probably aerial spiral, and then while there, will I shove this nerd in a corner, uh, go collect yep. the rest of the struggle balls, and win the match while they're unconscious and bleeding, um, and they're already yep. dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the game was normal, and if you just beat them and then you were done, I would say sure, just do but it. Wait, there's the a- proper way. <laughs> yeah. 
But for some inexplicable reason that the game never explains to you, you have to fight Hayner and Setzer ten times each before the next match is available. Yep. <laughs> so I do not have time for that. I'm just going to completely obliterate them and yeah, just end it as soon as possible because this is just pointless grinding. It's just wasting my time. Why are you making me do this ten times? <sighs> but fortunately, slash not fortunately, because it shouldn't be like this in the first place. But once you get to Cypher, you only have to fight him once, because the missions are just beat Hainer, beat Cypher, beat Setzer. Um, so, yeah. It's annoying, but it's Setzer! very easy at this point. So just, I don't know. Suffer through it, pop on a podcast or something, and yeah, it's very brain dead, so. Yeah, it's struggle. Uh, yeah, the, uh, and to mention, even though we don't we don't really care at this point because we've probably done it, each one does have the requirements to beat. So Hayner is winning with a hundred point lead. Setzer is a one fifty lead. Cipher is what we've been doing this entire time and just decimating and ending the match by collecting all the orbs. So you have two hundred. Oh no! <laughs> How very hard. I I suppose if you came back before the post game. This would be yeah, a, for sure. Maybe a little bit of a struggle, but to be fair, you're probably really good at the game at this point, and their movesets yeah. are not updated from when we fought them as Roxas. No. So if you remember the tutorial, <laughs> you'll do much better now because Sora is like Roxas and another Roxas put together. So yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. So that's that. Um. But while you're here in the struggle arena, uh, might as well go peek at that absent silhouette in the corner. This is our final uh, Chain of Memories org member and yep. Lexius. Yeah, um, boy. So when I first did this, um, I don't remember what I was doing, but I had my shortcuts changed around. I think I had potion or a high potion on circle. And usually mm -hmm. I have it on Reflect, and I know Reflect is very handy in this fight. Mm -hmm. um, so, at first, um, I was trying to just get him to kill me, because I just wanted to go back and reset everything. <laughs> but his hits would do, like, a tenth of my HP. Yeah. So it was going very slow. And then when it did get down, Donald, Donald. just healed me. Donald. And I was like, oh my god, are you kidding me? The one time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, screw it. If he's not going to put up a fight, then I'll just fight him like this. And yeah, I just if fought him not, without reflect. If he's not going to put up a fight, then I will. Yeah, exactly. I was like, all right. If you're not taking this seriously, then let's just get this over with. Oh, um, my God. But yeah, all this to say, I took out Lexius much earlier than I thought. Well, not much earlier, but like, yeah, it only took one try. And I was like, that was way easier than I remember it being. But um, yeah, Lexius... The big physical attacker, he's got a big power meter, which expands throughout the match, and his aura grows ever more radiant. But it doesn't um, mean anything, I yeah. feel like. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't... I guess it just, like, breaks up, like, what attacks he'll use, question mark? But it's weird. I don't really understand it either. Um, like, most of the organization members in their weird little meters, but... Yeah, the idea, I guess, is he gets stronger with his meter, but, like, if you block his attack and then use the reaction command to put him in his place, it goes back down to zero, and then he's yes. more vulnerable. So, yeah. Eh. <laughs> but, mm. yeah, this is a fight where you're going to want to get good at blocking. That's, like, your main sort of strategy is just blocking 
his main attack where he drives the tomahawk through the ground because um, then once you deflect it and you're you got your in and then you can just wail on him but everything else either has like super armor or just has constant hitboxes so you don't really have a clean in to get into him or just I don't know he's just flying off screen or whatever <laughs> yeah so yeah, he's got the, um, I have to look at the official name, because I definitely didn't put the real name when I put my notes together. Earth and Fury is, I guess, would be his finishing move, but it's one you can yep. block, so just block it, or move around if you're like us and have all the movement abilities. Like, it's funny, because he yep. just, he like, he like screws off into the darkness, he becomes like this single, like, point, like the single event horizon, and then he just the, turns around just like power forwards you from a million miles uh, away. Very DBZ. Yes. Just... Um, fun fact, you can block it. And he, he yeah. comes back pretty quickly. So when you notice him coming back, uh, guard or reflect, whatever suits your fancy. Yeah. Um, he does do like a shockwave of earth when he comes back. But as long as you block the initial impact, you'll also yep. block the follow-up attacks. So... As long as you can block it, you will be fine. It's not as... It might be bad later in the match, like when he's like at a higher power level, perhaps. But it it was never game-ending or run-ending for me, personally. I might have had him once. But, and I, I, I think this is another one I went back to before we were OP. So, uh, you know, yep. I, I didn't suffer as much, basically. So, yeah, other than that... You mentioned you got to guard his attacks to get the reaction command, which will knock him out of his aura. Uh, the aura is very interesting, at the very least, in my opinion, because you can't just stun lock the living hell out of him. Exactly. Yeah. So that's at least something of note, something like noteworthy or interesting. But other than that, you can you'll be fine. Um, he's got various earth like earth spike attacks, which are really annoying because they do track you. I was like, I'm going to stay in the corner, far away from Lexius. I'll be fine. And all of a sudden, he's earthbending nope. right below my feet. And I'm like, oh, no, that hurts. Yeah. Yeah, he has a lot of control over the stage, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would say he's a fun fight. Because unlike Larsen, who I don't even know what's going on, like, his moves are, like, pretty predictable in terms of, yeah. like, being able to guard them so like it keeps your attention and like yes you're very engaged during it so it's not the most uh most challenging and it's also not super drawn out like something like marluxia or heaven forbid sexian <laughs> um so i think it's a nice balance between challenging enough without being annoyingly so so i do like this fight especially in the data variant but yeah the, the game is yeah perfect yeah yeah. Exactly. Bada bing. So that's... Bada boom. Lexius. Yep. You... Good boy. Goofy gets time slot. Kind of useless. Sora gets an accessory slot. Actually really useful. Yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and you get his recipe, which is strength beyond strength, which gives you the centurion, which is hilarious because <laughs> it lets you make his weapon, and it's a wand, and you can give it to Donald. For some reason, yeah. I, I don't know. I have no words. I guess if, if he were to give it to somebody, it would be Donald, because Donald 
I mean, to be fair, none I of mean, them I guess using, it makes sense. None of them with like all the hammers. Yeah. And, yeah. and speaking, I was about to say, speaking of hammers, Donald does have the hammer line in KH1. Um, yeah. For offense, and this is the ultimate hammer. But yeah, it's got it's got a ridiculous 13 strength. <laughs> and like three magic. So I hey, Sarah, I, I'm I the put, hero now, bitch. Exactly. I, I thought it was hilarious, and I could make it as soon as I got it. So I definitely gave it to Donald, and I'm like, you're the main character now, buddy. Pull all the weight. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun. Um, yeah. So that's it for Absent Silhouettes. Yay! Yeah, we've caught up. Now we get to do it all again later. Yeah. Do it all again. <laughs> yeah, but that's a story for another time. Yes. For now, we have to do side hustles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so remember all the annoying money-making games as Roxas. Well, dun, those dun, are back dun, too. Dun, 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 Except dun, now, dun, dun, uh, you're Sora, so dun, dun, you should have a much easier time of it. Uh, so first off, we got mail delivery complete within 14 seconds. Um, this is probably the hardest, quote-unquote, unquote. Or, sorry, not mail. Sorry. I'm thinking of the wrong one. Never mind. <laughs> mail delivery, pretty easy. Go down the hill, press triangle near the characters, do big jumpy at end. I thought, and you, were gonna... I thought you were leading to a bit at first. I'm like, no, oh, no. this will go somewhere. And you're like, oh, no, nope, nope, nope. I, 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 no. I, I done goofed. It's, uh, I mixed fact, up my minigames. It's, in fact, the easiest one. No, yeah. no, it's, it's quite easy. <laughs> you, you could do this as Roxas. That's the difference yeah. between ev- all like the requirements. Is I don't think you can do yeah. any of these as Roxas. This one you actually could. You just have to m- for sure. For uh, if, if someone's just getting used to it, it may take like one or two tries. But at the end of the day, just run yeah. down the hill. When you get to the the only the, the single grind spot, grind and then head towards the Sandlot entrance, and you should yep. crank it out really easy. So if you're having trouble, yeah. just play it more. It could be one of those experienced ones for someone who hasn't played the game before, but it is yeah. the easiest one. So, uh, buckle your shorts, Sonny. We got, we got yep. harder ones to go through. Yeah. So, next up, cargo climb. And again, you want to get out your finishers as soon as possible. But also, um, I would say get rid of all of your like flashy finishers like aerial finish and magnet spiral just do your basic aerial finishers yes um knock that big old santa sack in the air whack it again do it a couple times you'll get it up that hill in no time i believe in you kid (laughs) do it in 15 seconds and you're good not much else to say (laughs) yeah i tried this naturally a few times and i wanted to rip my hair out and then I was like, hey, I should probably look up a guide. And the guide taught me yep. the magic of not gi- not giving enough. Um, but yeah, I I did the... I equipped, unequipped all of my blue abilities. Like active abilities, I think they're called. But um, yeah, I put a finishing, finishing plus on as well as the negative combo. At this point, I had uh, the key we're going to talk about in a bit. So yeah, I was just basically jumping in the air, doing two finishers and pushing it like halfway yeah. up the hill in one combo well not one combo but it it works very 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 well so yeah yep that's all you need that's all she wrote yep next up grandstander use berserk charge follow the ball in the air mash x you did it <laughs> uh honestly the biggest challenge here is making sure 
that like taking off all your MP haste abilities so that you could stay in berserk charge until you get to 100 hits. Uh-huh. Um, and if for some reason you don't get to it before your MP's back, um, use a combo to knock it in the air and then I guess like pop off heal really yeah. quick and then go back to berserk charge. Or, I mean, just do it naturally with like your combos and finishers, but it's just much easier with berserk charge because. Sora just gravitates toward it, and he just keeps hitting it no matter what. It's pretty easily. Yeah, actually, as you mentioned that, uh, I had no strategy for this. I just went for it. I didn't really put out any specific thing, which shows you it's doable, but to be fair, my version took way too long. I think I... Yeah, it's just one of those things where, because it's not 100 hits total, it's 100 hits in one go, right? Yes. So you have yeah, to keep so. that ball afloat for a hundred times in one single instance, not just yeah. like oh, t- like you know, if you do twenty each time for five tries, that'll be a hundred. Yeah, you have to juggle it for a hundred times in one juggle. So yeah, you better be so careful. Like, if you get to like ninety and then you like mess up, that would just be really, really annoying. So it is definitely doable. Just. The standard way, but I just don't have the patience for that. So, reserve charge it is. Understandable. I believe I just didn't do my aerial finishers. Uh, I forget the strategy I had, but at some point, um, not doing the finisher popped the ball up in the air enough to where I would hit the ground before the ball would. And then I would just, I think aerial sweep or aerial, I think sweep is the opener where you just, you jump a sword and you swing the keyblade around and yeah. Yeah. So I, it was like five or six per combo. So yeah, it took a while, but then the day I did it, yeehaw. But again, there are ways to cheese it. So if you don't have the patience, there are options Ooh. for you. Yeah. Um, next up, poster duty, which is the real hardest one, in my opinion. Um, which is to say, it's still not very hard, um, but requires a little bit more thought. Yes. Um. So basically, it's just a matter of picking your route. So you got to put up um, 20 posters in 30 seconds. Yep. So I recommend just finding wherever they have the three in a row and just planning your route around those. So there's one like right in front of you on the one building. And then just glide across to um, the like wall where the entrance to the woods is. Mm-hmm. Like To the left of that, there's another three in one go. Um, and then just kind of hugging the walls from there and then like popping in like one or two solo posters on your way to where the tram circles around the, I think it's the accessory shop, um, behind there on the second floor is three and then right below is three. And the hardest part is for some reason, sometimes when I would go to do, cause when there's three in a row, you just smash triangle and sort of the whole animation where he goes and you and you and finally you. Uh, but for some reason he would like, instead of going three in a row up top, when he would do the second one, he would gravitate toward the top poster on the bottom story. So basically he would just drop down automatically. Oh. It's annoying because you still have to get the one up top. Yeah. So that wastes time. That's probably the most challenging part of this. <laughs> um, cause once you finish those, uh, there's one more, uh, set of three to the left of you. Just... 
quick run, dodge, roll, glide, whatever, right to it, and then you should be done at that point. So, as long as you have all your growth abilities maxed, this one is pretty doable. It'll just take a few tries to exactly, figure out the yeah. route. Figure out what you want to do and what works and what doesn't. I feel like, um, as quick as possible as I can, I just banked right to the green building, went to like the ones on the awning, to that three you mentioned by the woods, and then yeah, it was yep. that weird middle area. And like kind of descended and I would try to end um, on the, the three right in front of the Sandlot entrance to wrap it all up. So, oh, yeah. nice. Just getting your time down. I feel like I got it in like 35 and then slowly just got under 30 from there. Yeah, I think I think this may not have been another photo finish for me or it was like 29 something. I was like, oh, thank God. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that. Uh this minigame is interesting to me because I remember this is another one of those pre, like, one of the games out in Japan when we were getting those, those tasty morsels of <laughs> import footage. Mm. Um, I remember watching a video of someone doing this game, like, pretty much where we're at, where they had all the movement abilities and, yeah. like, sort of was, like, flying around and shit. And I was like, oh, my God, what what's happening? What is this game? You can fly? I mean, you could in the last game, but it looks so much smoother now. Um... <laughs> And then, like, they used aerial dodge, and that was new, and I was like, oh my god, this is crazy! <laughs> so, that's fun! And, of, of course, right. it was, like, off-screen, like, like taking a camera, like, footage of the TV, so it was terrible quality. Ah, good times, good times. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's Buster Duty. Next up, Bumble Buster. Uh, do you have Thunder? Use thunder. Fuck these bees. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I know I your strategy. <laughs> I did this in three seconds. It's really easy. Okay. Um, so yeah, our requirements yeah. under yeah, it's under under ten seconds. Um, similar to a lot of the Olympus Cup challenges, I used magnet, and if anything oh, hit by magnet. Uh, yeah. So I didn't realize that. I mean, this is the anti Phil's training. Like, as soon as you get rid of the bees, the bee, uh, the second wave immediately spawns. So yeah, I used Magnet, and it took, I think, I feel like Magnet does a, a little residual damage. If not, I Magnet Thundered, Magnet Thundered, and I was all right as rain. Yep, that's, that's all she wrote. <laughs> um, and then finally, we have Joke Sweep, which... I guess in a way is the most challenging because this is the one I actually had to come back to. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll just say it now. Uh, again, you want to get your combo as low as possible so that you put out finishers instantly yep. because the only way to knock the junk um, away is with a finisher and you want to knock the junk into the other junk to knock out said junk all in one go. Yep. And the challenge is to do it in less than 10 swings, which yeah, I think if you... If you have, like, one hit and then the finisher, I don't think this game is possible to do another 10 hits. Like, you need to put out your finisher instantly. Um, so you do need a very special Keyblade in order to complete the mission. Um, but it's really easy. Once you got that, just... Just know which ones to knock into which to, like, optimize your run. Um, don't waste a single junk pile. <laughs> It's kind of like um, in Super Mario Galaxy, uh, in the Junk Galaxy, 
the challenges when you'd have the bombs and you'd have to throw the bombs in between the junk piles uh-huh. so the bombs would blow up all three. I don't know if anyone remembers that star, but very I similar. I think we do that. Like, you mentioned it, so yeah. It, it exists. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to, like, be, like, exact with the amount of, like, moves you do, basically. Mm. <laughs> but junk sweep. Sweep that junk, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, um... I did it a much different way. I had I'm in control of the cheese now, sir. Uh, Ooh, I had I had a lot of trouble with this growing up, so I didn't. I said I have no shame. And I looked up a guide, and the guy I looked at was very interesting. And to be fair, it probably took much longer than yours because I had to manually shove all of the junk into a corner. Oh God! <laughs> like just walking into them? Yes. <laughs> Maybe maybe it took a little while. Just just saying. Interesting. Yes. So the strategy I saw, and I was like, "This is easy. I'm an idiot. Even I can do this." But yes, if you run up against the junk, you can manipulate. You you know, it's one of those things where you just push up against a movable object. Sora won't actually like go into like a push, like like almost like a link in Zelda. But just running into it constantly, you will actually move said object. So okay. I shoved if you the that junk area when you walk down the little stairs and like immediately turn right that I just shoved everything in that corner so I think there's seven pieces of junk maybe eight or nine total actually so shove everything into like two by two and then position one that's it almost like bowling that's like right down the middle do a finisher and just blast the hell out of all of them because there is no time limit. So you don't have to worry about beating it within a certain number, a certain time. It's yep. just a number of swings. So just the swings, which is there interesting. I feel like no other challenge or mini game uses that as a metric. Like yeah, it's usually you know points or time. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting concept, and I think yeah, I, I think anyone would have struggled with this as a kid because it's like, what do you mean? do it unless it's in swings. So I think that's when most people realize that negative combo's a thing that's actually useful. Um, <laughs> so, an interesting challenge. Mm-hmm. I'll say that much. But, yeah. That's that. We did it! Oh, all now, the job's let's... done. We have so much money now, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, let's shred for our lives! Yay! <laughs> it's skateboarding time. Uh, yeah. remember the Christmas workshop rave? Basically do that. <laughs> Find the highest point, jump. But don't do the circle air glide move. Do the X360 move, because for some reason, whenever you do circle, it counts as a try. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh, it's annoying. <laughs> I don't know. But but yes, yeah. uh, Exactly. So this one is unique compared to uh, Workshop Rave. It's you have five jumps to get a thousand yep. points. So in a singular t- like combo, essentially, you have to score one k. It is not too bad, but you just can't cheese the heck out of this. Like you can cheese the next uh, skateboarding one we talked about. AKA I cheese the Radiant Garden one. Like whenever I came across it naturally in my playthrough. It is that easy yep. to do. Um, but this one, yeah. So I feel like the there's the kind of uh, corner stairs in Twilight Town. So I would grind along those. Uh, do a handstand because you get more points. 
Uh, when you, whenever you pop off, I don't, I forget if you take that little right across the bridge or it just pops off at the start of that bridge. But as soon as you hit air at that point, like you said, span 360, span 360, you'll get a thousand points probably. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Um, so, skateboarding. Yay! Yep. Just a, a weird condition we haven't met until just now, so be mindful of that. Yeah. That's the only thing that'll catch Yeah, like, if you do it how you've done all the others, it'll be over in, like, five seconds, because you'll probably exactly run through all your jumps. That's exactly what I did, and be and like, I was like, what the hell oh, just happened? <laughs> oh, I gotta... Yeah. Yeah, I gotta do something different now. Okay. To be more mindful of your jump, Shang Padawan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, now that's all done, let's go hunting for mushrooms, which, for some reason, there are three mushrooms in Twilight Town. I yes. don't know why. <laughs> Like, I get that one's in Mysterious Tower, because that's kind of its own thing, but then mm. there's one by the mansion, and then one in the um, the tunnels or whatever. A tunnel way, yeah. Basically the same world, so I don't know why they have to... But whatever. Um, let's, let's go through them, shall we? Mm-hmm. So, mushroom number seven, which you'll find in the tunnel way. Uh, this is a very angry boy. Um, so angry. He he wants his pacifier. Um, he's gonna come at you and hit you really hard, but you gotta hit him first. So do the hits and do it in under ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even remember what I did to this guy, but I'm pretty sure I used final form and just spammed Firaga, and that 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 did the trick. Oh. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, well. Uh, I uh, did not did you do, do that. I so originally I saw I saw and thought wisdom would be the best way, and a lot of people say, "Hey, wisdom's really good." I, I thought not... wisdom would be, yeah, but yeah. I think I tried that, but it didn't work out. Yeah, it, it's was a pain because once he gets super low, something for for reference for this fight, the mushroom goes berserk, and he'll he just chases you down essentially. Um, but later in his ta- temper tantrum, he gets so furious to the point where he's constantly on top of you. So for most mm-hmm. of the fight, you'll be like, ha ha, stay away from me, stay away from me. And then he's like, mm, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, and then it's kind of like point, the, um, the yeah. land of dragons mushroom. Yes. Where you want to pick them off from a distance a bit. Cause if they hit you, it's going to be a bad time. Correct. Yeah. Uh, that did not work out. I would get to like 15 to 20 seconds. I'm like, that's not good enough. I need under 10. Then I realized yep. reflect, reflect exists. Just use reflex. Uh, sweet, sweet baby. Yeah, I forget if I went into wisdom or final or no form, but one of those and just spamming reflect because the mushroom is also a constant hitbox. So even if he pushes you and moves up against you, as long as you spam reflect because reflect will last as long as your combo lasts, and the minute one reflect drops, as long as you're mashing the shortcut, you will spam another reflect, aka you'll basically be invulnerable as long as you have magic. Each one procs counterattack, and Reflega is busted. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I did do Reflega in Final Form, actually. I honestly don't know. I think either option is totally valid. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this one's pretty easy, actually. Like, yeah. Very much like Sykes, the organization member, it's aping. Uh, seems scary at first, but pretty manageable. Exactly. Uh, as soon as you figure out how to, how to bust it, basically. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I think we should go 
uh, a little out of order and go to mushroom number 12 in front of the old mansion. That's fine. Um, so this one, uh, I forgot the like proper way to do it. I think I tried wisdom first and then I realized, wait, that doesn't make sense. Uh, so bunch of clonies, they appear play tag, basically. Um, you got to get 40 clones in the time limit. Um, and if you're, it's, uh, it's more like whack-a-mole actually. Cause if you don't get them fast enough, they'll disappear. Yes. And I remembered, oh yeah, gliding in final form is totally a thing. Cause you Whee! attack while you glide. So did that the second time. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I think the only challenge here is just knowing where the next one will appear. Mm-hmm. So I will kind of glide toward them, knock them out obviously, and then kind of drop reposition myself, you know, figure out where the next one is, and then glide from there, as opposed to, like, constantly gliding around the perimeter, which I think yeah, a lot I, of people do. I think that's kind of the intense strategy, but I feel like that's a little unwieldy. Yeah, I feel like uh, you... And they're all random, too. They're not uh, in a pattern. So yes, I feel like in exactly. the wrong run, you could be like, Wee! and hit absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, like... Yeah, if you're just going around and around and around, like you're not guaranteed to hit any of them because some of yeah, them might appear you're like just kind of toward the center. Yeah, exactly. So you want to be a little, take it a little slower to know where you're going. Um, but yeah, no, this one's it, it's fun. Um, test your dexterity and your movement abilities. So yeah, yeah, not not too hard. Um, but. Not like so brain dead like some of the other ones where it's just like okay exactly well, that that? yeah so. there's a, there's a thought process to it uh, and my yeah. thought process was the first thing you mentioned I just went to wisdom form and just took pot shots from like the the center aisle basically trying to keep I up guess with if everybody. you use berserk charge I could see that being a, a good strat yeah uh yeah although I didn't even use berserk charge I would only oh. ma- I would only call uh, only the first hit of a combo. Like lock okay. on, like yeah. lock on to somebody. Just hit X once because these uh, these clones go away. They have one HP. So the minute I lock onto something and fire, and I can see that at least one is going to hit. Like there, you know, the pillars can get in your way, but as long as you know that like it's a free shot, nothing's going to block it, nothing's going to change. You can unlock and start moving towards the next one, or you know, start repositioning yourself to take another shot. But yeah, I would only. To be fair, yes, Berserk Charge is probably the way to go. Uh, I didn't have it at that point. So, yeah, I gotcha. just I just did the, the first of each combo, making sure to make whenever I hit X again to make sure there's enough of a, a gap between the button presses to where I don't actually go into a combo. Uh, and yep. Yeah. I, I barely scrounged it out. I got, like, 41, 42, maybe. Like, it was, it was yeah. close. It I... was real slim picking. I definitely, yeah, this one was another photo finish where I just got 40 right beforehand because I was like, where's the last one? Where did it appear? Ah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a good one. But oh boy, there's one right. on my side. Ready, ready to relive? Are you ready for the PTSD to kick in? Uh, I don't know if I am. <laughs> <laughs> so. There's one very notorious mushroom for anyone who's tried 100% this game. And that is mushroom number eight, which appears in front of the Mysterious Tower. Mm -hmm. And at first glance, it seems, like, pretty doable. So the idea is, well, for some reason, it's, like, (laughs) 
merged halfway into the ground, so it's like a little mushroom where it's just poking out and from this like dark void, which is very different. None of the other mushrooms really have like a unique stance. So like from the get go, this guy means trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you pull him out, you leave him in the, you throw him in the air, and then you just gotta juggle him. You just gotta keep him in the air. Hot potato. Oh, um, and it seems to blow it off. Until you start trying to get to 85 points. And then it becomes a test of patience, of sanity, of your metal. You'll question everything you thought you once knew. (laughs) Because this damn mushroom. (laughs) So it really is a true strength of heart, this mushroom. Yeah, this is. I I legit think this is probably the hardest mushroom in the game. Oh, um, unquestionably, and yeah, I think we'll, that is a very common sentiment. Yes. Yeah, we we had a conversation before we recorded about this mushroom because last night you texted me saying I have to put the game down. Mushroom eighteen, but <laughs> no, yeah. mushroom eight no. is making me feel things, and I was definitely on a call like with friends while I was playing this, and I made um. A lot of interesting sounds, to say the least. Yeah. No, I'm so angry. I was grunting so hard and screaming. And just this bullshit. I can't believe this. This is ridiculous. Oh, I can't believe it's not on butter. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I I almost lost my heart. I almost became a heartless. Oh. Um, no, it took me like over 30 minutes easily. I, I don't want to think of how long it took me exactly. Uh, but it's bullshit. So basically... This mushroom just basically comes down to RNG, honestly. <laughs> yep. So the idea is, yeah, keep knocking him in there. So it's kind of like Grandstander, um, except basically, with Grandstander, yeah. the ball stays in place. Whereas here, this little bastard will just indiscriminately decide, mm, I'm just going to go over here now, and good luck chasing me. <laughs> so while you're doing your combo, uh, you'll just knock him away. And sometimes you knock them away vertically, and sometimes you knock them away horizontally. And if it's horizontally, it's probably game over. You're probably not going to be able to catch them. Um, if it's vertically, you could probably follow up unless he like goes into a corner, or he like catches onto like one of the trees, and then like he kind of like shuffles because he's like colliding with the invisible wall. So then he like moves out of range, or just. Oh, God. And this is, like, the worst room in the entire game for this. Because there's just so much awkward geometry and, like, the barriers are, like, it's a very oddly shaped room. Yes. And, oh, my God, there's that, like, lip around the tower where he always ends up in that corner. But then, like, when you fall, Sora will grab onto the ledge instead of, like, staying in the air. And then you can hit him again. (sighs) It's just there are uh, there is a lot of terrible. There's a lot of room for error within yes, this so inner counter a thousand percent. So yeah, it is a very yeah. tricky little bugger and has yeah. induced many a rage. There are uh so after completing this, I I did I had my strategy, I went in, it took like fifteen to thirty minutes, I did it, and then I looked at other people's ways of doing it. Everyone who I've seen has, like, you know, a little bit of... After infuriating you so much, you kind of develop your own strategy for it. So everyone's got kind of, like... this is I think this is where the yeah, most, there's a lot the most floating varied around. amount yeah. of things. Like, yeah. 
I know oh, one person sure. who uh, I can I don't forget I forget exactly what, but and this is back this is back on the PS3 version of 2.5. Um, yep. They would like uh, if you, if the mushroom got out of hand. I forget what the strategy was before that, but if the mushroom ever kind of got loose to go to wisdom form, um, yep. proc it. Uh, so to, it's very fair because it's available on all platforms or you know several platforms. If you play 2.5 and your drive forms take a while to load, uh, press pause because yeah. if you if you so the PS3 version is what I'm thinking of most mostly. Uh, the mushroom will still fall as you are trying to transform into drive, a drive form, but if you pause, the game in the background is processing like, oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta get these. Okay, I gotta get those. Gather blue, all the blue, all the magic. Um, and then they yeah. would to refill your magic and then hit, hit them with a thunder to pop them. But yeah, everyone's yeah. got their own little tip and trick for this. Um, again, I don't have berserk charge. I didn't have berserk charge at this point. Uh, I went into master form of all things. Yep. And I would cure a start of the fight, so I went into Berserk Charge, and I would just basically try to go from there. Um, you can... I feel like once you hit the ceiling of the room, uh, there's a lot less... There's only horizontal movement, but in Master Form, there are a lot of aerial moves where you just close the distance. There's the big, like, X-swipe, I yep. think, of a lot... So I feel like Masterform's moveset is easiest for trying to keep up with the mushroom going every goddamn direction. Yeah, um, I was having while. some luck with Masterform, but it just wasn't getting close enough. So yeah. I ended up winning the day with, yeah, the strat you just discussed, where I would just do Berserk Charge. Normally, get about 50, 60, um, and then... As soon as I knocked him away, go on wisdom for him, spam thunder, like there was no one's no one's business, and then using a wisdom shot for the last few, which fortunately, wisdom shot like kind of juggles him. So I feel like there's there, there's a, a a reality where wisdom shot is like the de facto strategy here, mm-hmm. um, but I I don't know how to do that reliably. Yes, <laughs> but it, it did come in handy. It was. It did seal the deal for me, but um, oh my god, it was just it was just awful, just awful. <laughs> it's um, gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Some people said you stitch, which I could see because basically pop them up and just spam thunder, and then yeah. stitch will refill your MP and then just keep spamming thunder. Yeah. But I didn't have enough MP because I think Stitch he's kind of on a timer for when he'll refill it. But like my MP wasn't long enough. Like I would use it just enough to then go into MP charge and then he would refill it. But by then it was too late. So exactly, and I, yeah. I figured in critical mode I wasn't gonna get any more MP. So that strat just doesn't work for me. Okay. Um, some people said to proc uh, trendy limit at the very end, oh. which that was bullshit because it only gives you twelve what? hits with the first combo and then any other attack just doesn't hit. He's just already on the ground by then. So yeah, I was, it's the, that wasn't very useful. <laughs> when you go to tree limit, is it the, whatever the break one is that like you, you go up to the thing and you smack it a bunch and then you like do like a yeah. air charge. Yeah. But then, but then can you drop out of limit before he, dro- he drops to the floor? <laughs> no, like you would only do it with the intent to like beat him. But oh, you need because like, it, it only ever does twelve hits, so you need it yeah. to be at seventy three at that point, which I okay. never got it to. So mm. <laughs> that strat sucked. Um, okay. 
yeah. And then I was having trouble with, like, if you, like, knock him. Because <laughs> I was, at first I did Berserk Charge and just spam Horizontal Slash. But then whenever he bumps away, uh, Horizontal Slash's animation takes too long. So if you do one extra, usually you'd be stuck in that animation before you could then go in for another hit. But then, by that same token, Aerial Spiral, which is normally handy to, like, catch him vertically. Like, that's mm. another one where, like... If he, like, falls below you or, like, even, like, sort of, like, at your level, if you do an aerial spiral, it's, like, too slow and you won't be able to catch him. He'll just fall right past you. Mm-hmm. So, like, ugh, it's just, like, no matter what you do, you're fucked. <laughs> have fun. So, yeah. Just have a lot of patience. Have a lot of luck. And, yeah, just Pray basically. <laughs> and just to top it all off, for some reason, he's number eight, which means he's Axel. Axel Mushroom, which I don't see the connection there at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, it's kind of a hard-pressed, personally. Um, the only similarity I have seen, I looked it up, I didn't make this connection, um, is that he is apparently small compared to the the mushrooms. I think he's probably the he's size small. of, like, a regular... I mean, there are no white mushrooms in this game, but he's probably about the size of the white mushrooms when we encounter them in Cage 1. Like, oh, yeah. I guess the normal size, and they say its small size could be a reference to Axel's waning loyalty to the group, but that does not <laughs> understand why we have to juggle the ever-living fuck out of it. Okay, that's a stretch. I was going to yes. say, the only thing I can think of is when you fight Axel's Roxas and you do the reaction command where they leap up in the air and Axel just, or Roxas just whacks him a bunch and you sort of keep him up in the air. I can see for that like too. a few seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but again, Other than that, a stretch. <laughs> yeah. It's over now. He can't hurt me. Like, I remember, like, this little bastard, this is why I've never done the Mushroom Organization since the first time I did it. Because mm. he's just impossible. <laughs> so I'll probably never do it again. Because this was hell. You don't need but to. It's over now. You, you can't Luckily, hurt me. you don't need to. You can't hurt me. <laughs> that, that made me, when you said that, it made me very nervous. I was like, so all the mushrooms will drop the same material. There's not like, oh, I need to get this one from 7 and this yeah. one from 12. My first thought was, what if they made specific mushroom drops for specific numbers? And oh, I, th- I think no. I would rip my, I would rip no. my hair out. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. So that's that. We only got a few left at this point. Yep. So, Close route. Uh, I guess real quick, let's just go through Atlantica. Uh, all those missions are just do it again. So Woo! do the songs and then literally, I mean, I'm curious about your theory now, just quitting out immediately. I feel like that would actually work. But what I did is just I popped it. And then I just went and did something else and let the song run out. <laughs> and I'm... This yeah. mad genius! Yeah. I'm pretty confident that in the base game, there was a score challenge. But I wonder if they removed it because people hated Atlantica. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. but I, I feel think like... that's what happened. <laughs> Because I remember, like, trying to go through challenges and then running that issue where, yeah, if you pause, you'd have to just restart. Like, you can't unpause. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, like there's a score requirement. So I remember there being like a higher score for um, A New Day is Dawning than what's in the story. So, yeah, I think they just nixed that. But yeah, Atlantica, just do it again, and then whatever. You never have to do it again after that. And then Hundred Acre Wood. Um, I mean, we basically already covered all these during we the Hundred Acre Wood episode. Woo! Yeah, so just basically do the mini games again. Um, I think the only one that was remotely close in terms of maybe me not getting it was um, uh, the Blustery Rescue. That so one was maybe kind of... not even that. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of complicated because if you we talked about if basically there's no room for error, you if poo gets knocked off you. Yeah, it was you're pretty close. Um, yeah. Yeah, Blue Mounts I think was easy. Honey Slider, kind of similar yep. to Blustery Rescue, like don't lose poo or you're you're going to be screwed basically, so just don't lose poo. Uh, yep. The X Petition was, if you know it's pretty easy. Um, yep. I, I was an idiot and I forgot how Honey Pot worked because... Yeah. Yeah. But that one, not... Once you know what you have to do, it takes like two, three tries and you get it. Exactly. So, yeah. so those worlds are pretty easy to oh. complete. Um, and then similarly, uh, before we get into Radiant Garden, let's just pop into uh, Space Paranoids, which for some reason doesn't have a mushroom org, and I feel like it could have, but I guess it would be weird for it to be in the digital world, but Correct. That was whatever. my exact same thought process <laughs> when I went to yeah. realize that there's no mushroom here. But yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, do you want to play Light Cycle again? Uh, not really. <laughs> well, too bad. Game said. Oh. Game said play light cycle. <laughs> yeah. So, do it. And I mean, it might as well just be try it again because it's the same exact thing as yeah, the same story. <laughs> I would have yeah. preferred like maybe like one more light cycle course just for the just for the variety. Yeah. So instead, yeah. it's the same course, but just kill thirty heartless. Or however many it is. Yeah, 30. Yes, 30 um, points or more. So, yeah. if um, Which is really easy, because there's way more than 30 Heartless. So. Yeah, exactly. It's, um... Have I it. always... Yeah, I always reference the help as a... So, my strategy, uh, just, like, in general, I don't care. I just charge everything. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. None of the other buttons mean anything to me <laughs> in the light cycle. This time, I, I did try Break, which is the X attack. Uh, it's a little uh -huh. shorter... Like you care, but uh, this this isn't too hard. Basically, um, when there's multiple on either side, I think charge is good. But I did try to be like, oh, I'll use X if there's one, and I'll charge if there's multiple. But honestly, either strategy is work. So don't even yep. give it any thought. Yeah. So that's that. And let's go back to the real world Ooh. and take out another mushroom. Yep. And this time, it's actually f well. I was going to say it's actually fitting, but then it's not. But it's mushroom number nine, and he appears exactly where Demix appeared. So that's a strong connection. But then its gimmick is spin me right round, baby, right round. When you go down, <laughs> keep yeah. me spinning. Um, it's the Whirly Top Heartless, which isn't really a thing that Demix does. So, yeah. I so can close. See, I could be similar <laughs> to dancing and spinning, because... That's his gimmick a little bit, but again, yeah. a little grasping at straws. Um, but yes, this one, is, I think I did it one time. So it's not too bad. 
hey, yeah. we've mentioned our good friend Berserk Charge. Why don't yep. you just make sure you got uh, you got access to Berserk Charge and everything will be yep. okay, yes, Sonny? Yep. So I did this after Mushroom Aid and I had no patience. So I just instantly looked up the strategy and yeah, Berserk Charge, spam horizontal slash. And I was like, surely it can't be that easy. No, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so as we mentioned, uh, we mentioned horizontal. I mean, for those who don't know what horizontal slash is, it's just when you press circle, not circle, square, not circle, and square. <laughs> when you're the air, yeah. you do the, yeah, essentially. Little uh, slippy slappy. <laughs> that wasn't my order. That. Yeah. Oh, also remove, remove any MPS degas that you may have. So you can just go right. absolutely ham. But yeah, yeah. Cure, cure up before you interact with him. Pop, and then he'll start. He, he will spin as soon as you start hitting him. So just go into the aerial combo, and then just bing, 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 bing. And also because you're doing it constantly, you're keeping up with him because he will. You'll basically kind of go around the perimeter of the arena. So with this, you're you're keeping up with him, and just constantly exactly. sla- slapping the ever living crap out of this mushroom. It's like automatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So probably the easiest. Definitely yeah, one of the no, easiest this is mushrooms. The easiest yep. by far. Um, so yeah, thank God. <laughs> so if my calculations are correct, we have two left. One of which we can't get until we beat the game. So stay tuned, and then correct. the other does not appear until you beat all the rest. So again, uh-huh. stay tuned. But wink, yeah, wink. that's that's it for now. In terms of the mushroom organization. So, while we're headed toward the, uh, or in the neighborhood of the Dark Depths, why don't we go visit our old pal, uh, Seth Eli Roth. <laughs> it's Seth Roth time! Yay! He's been hanging out for about 12 hours, checking his wristwatch, like, where are they? I've been waiting here for hours. So yeah, he's at Dark Depths, which is the very end of Radiant Garden, aka where Maleficent made her first. Oh, I'm yep. not bad, but I am bad. Yep. Um, That's sacrifice, a sacrifice, sacrifice at that point. But yeah, he is at the I edge of the world, staring upon Villain's Veil like he's got nothing else to do with his life. Yep. Um, and he's <laughs> like, hey. I want to be real menacing, and I would like to know where Cloud is, sir. Yep. So you go up to him, and it's always weird when, like, you can just walk right in front of him, you can go in first person, you can check him out, and just nothing, because you have to approach him. <laughs> Menacingly. Uh, yeah. And then the cutscene starts, which is cool. Well, they, like, integrate him into the story, and you have a little bit of back and forth. Yep. You three. Who are you? Shh. <laughs> Well, I don't know if we should tail you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he's basically like semi-cloud lamers. Um, but also, what's that giant key you have? Mm. I'm going to take it from you for some reason. Dun, even dun, though dun, dun. I feel like Sephiroth's character would have no interest in a keyblade, but what do I know? <laughs> um... I feel like yes and no. I mean, at this point, he's just like, hmm, I, there's an ex- just an excuse for a fight. Exactly. Because so. he has this whole spiel about, hmm, I wondered if it will recognize you as its master once I defeat you. Something like that. Something or other. But, yeah, he wants to fight. It's time. fight he'll get. So it's Sephiroth time. And 
Yeah, I'll just say it now. I think KH2 Sephiroth is way easier than KH1 Sephiroth. I think the fight is more fair, aka yeah, at the end of the day it ends up being easier and more balanced. Yeah, yeah, I would say that that's accurate. Um, yeah. It's still challenging, but like in Final Mix especially, like nowhere near the hardest fight anymore. Yeah, um, we have access to... So, for reference, yeah, Donald and Goofy just vanish into the ether. We don't bye, know where they bye. went, but it is a it is just like H one Platinum match. It is again a solo fight, so no relying on friends, no relying on summons, no relying on dry forms, except for one perhaps <laughs> limit form. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was fighting him yesterday, and it took me like quite a few tries, maybe like five or six, and then finally I was like, I I don't want to do this anymore, so I quit. <laughs> Jumped back in today, and then, as these things tend to do, I got him on the first try. So that was hey, fun. I... But, um... <laughs> like I mentioned earlier in the show, I wanted a Sephiroth being like, I wonder if I can take on Sephiroth now. Uh, at, like, I think your level. Like, level, like, I might have been 50, uh-huh. 52-ish. Uh, yep. So, not the level you want to fight Sephiroth at, because it becomes... Uh, I was gonna say a sponge. Very grindy. It becomes yeah. a grind fest. So yes, uh, you're not the quite quite level of a part of a combo. I'd be down to uh, no health. So once more in second chance are godlike. But really, yes. I think you should be at like sixty plus, maybe sixty five, uh, if you want to yeah. remotely take on Sephiroth. Because again, he's not the hardest. Yeah, but still a challenge. The first half is. Yeah, just kind of grindy, because it's, like, very boring, because he's not really putting out any big attacks, so yeah. it's just whittling down his HP bar, and it's like, okay, I get it, which makes, you know, repeat attempts very annoying, um, but, yeah, so, he's pretty straightforward at first, so, he yeah. easily pops off with his big, uh, Zantut second attack, which you can block handy-dandily with... A block reaction command. Yes, <laughs> he does that a lot. And Be yes. careful. Yeah. Be careful, but also, it's basically just giving you a combo, which is nice because as soon as you block, like he's just open for you to wail on him. So yeah, he and does it's, the, it's super yeah. easy because it's reaction command. So it's basically like, I want to get hit now. I guess the yeah. only challenging part is if you happen to be in the air when he does it, because you can't use your reaction command in the air. But he'll still hit you in the air, so that this got, got me a few times. times for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want to be careful. <laughs> yeah. So the strategy with that, I feel like a lot of the times after you pop him, not even into the air. I mean, cutting ahead very slightly, but not really. Um, when he uh, starts to t- warp and just uppercut you and starts air comboing you, uh, yep. I feel like I feel like we kind of mentioned this. It might have been in the one of the other fights, but. When he warps and then, I think I think last yeah I think last week we'd mentioned uh, aerial combo just giving you iframes abuse those those are fun. Same thing here when Sephiroth appears and he's gonna slash at you. Wait until he's like going to hit you and then perform aerial recovery. He'll cut right through you. You won't take any damage and he is open to be slapped repeatedly. Yep. Um, yeah, but I feel like after I, mean... I would do that. <laughs> He would go to the flash is the attack that prompts block. So the scrims go dark, and 
uh, I'd be very terrified. But as long as you're at a certain elevation, you'll be fine. So whenever I was in the air and that happened, I would just stay in the air. I think if you're remotely near the ground, you're kind of screwed. But if you're, like, super high up, you'll be fine. Just try to drop down near Sephiroth. But I had yeah. that happen several times. Especially because the yeah, fight took too long. it's annoying. Because I was underleveled. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but aside from that, he's got a few melee hits. He's got his big... Uh, 13 hit combo super mm-hmm. or overly choreographed attack. Uh, which, combo. Yeah, which basically you can block twice and then he's open for a hit. Yeah. Uh, but the timing is a little tricky, but he does have a few frames where he has a little wind up, which is my prompt to block. Um, so just don't be scared of it. It's pretty easy to figure out the timing once you yep. get a hang of it. Um, but then, yeah, as you were just saying, he's got his uh, his uh, DBZ warp right in front of you, knocking the air move, um, which you can block, but honestly, I think it's way more effective to just let him hit you, because it doesn't do that much damage when he launches you. And then, as you were just saying, you can use aerial recovery, or I just use retaliating slash and just start what? wailing on him immediately. Retaliating and... slash is useful? Yeah. Damn. And you just get a free combo, basically. Um, yes. So that's really handy. And then I started getting the habit of, to, like, extend my combos, I would do aerial combos up until right before the finisher. I wouldn't use the finisher, and i just let him hit the ground. And then I'd do a ground combo and then do the two finishers just to kind mm-hmm. of draw it out more, get some extra damage. Okay. I think that went a long way, so that was pretty handy. Basically, like... Don't be too over-eager with the finishers, because if you use two, that's when he's going to... Um, he'll teleport, yeah. Teleport away. Yeah, exactly. So, and then, God knows what he'll do. <laughs> Watch your butt! Um, yeah, but that's basically, like, the first third of the fights. Mm-hmm. Then, he'll enter his next phase by showing, by um, uh, summoning the little shadowy orbs, which I well, always just use Reflect on them, because... Once you use Reflect and it does the counter, that'll knock them away. Yeah, um, very similar to, like, Magnet Spiral. You mentioned it's really, like, Magnet Spiral in the urns and they go flying at the distance. I almost have, like, a vision of that happening when you use Reflect on Shadow Flare. But yeah, exactly. Exactly. Get them out of your face. Um, yes. You can also knock them around by attacking, but definitely I would say Reflect at least once just to disperse a good amount of them. Exactly. So you're not limited in your motion at that point. You can just kind of, you can kind of play the fight as per normal, as long yep. as there's like a few Orbeez around. But when there's a bunch, yeah. then you kind of get, uh, they they do what they're supposed to do and they home it on you and they encounter you while you're in the middle of a counter. And Sephiroth's like, ha ha, my opening. Exactly. So, yeah. Like they're just tricky because if you're dealing with them, just make sure you're keeping an eye on old Seppi because he'll try something. Um, and then at this point, he's got a few new moves up his sleeve. He's got mm-hmm. Firaga Wall. Yep. Which is weird. He kind of just pops it off whenever. Um, yeah. But, like, I feel like there's, like, this weird invincibility frame for you when he first does it, where, like, I, I didn't really have any problem with it. Yeah. I like the first game, where, like, I feel like that was where most of my deaths came from. Ex- exactly, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah, it just acts the same. Maybe it lasts a little longer. Um, but I think the major difference is he's not really vulnerable after it. 
Um, mm-hmm. Like, I would try to attack him, but he'd usually, like, teleport away or do whatever. Whereas in the first game, I feel like you could usually get in a few hits afterwards, but whatever. But basically, when he does that, just keep back. Um, and then, of course, another infamous returning move from KH1. <laughs> I'll give you the honors of saying the name. Descend, heartless angel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say it's it is much clearer. It is much. Yes. In this game, the the voice delivery. Um, Yeah, that's back. Which, similarly, um, yeah, he's got his big voice prompt to let you know it's happening. And then, honestly, it's a godsend, because, again, much like um, Flash, it's basically a free combo, because you just whack him. Um, If you're quick enough, that is. And then, yeah, you definitely want all of your growth abilities maxed because I think at a certain point you won't even be able to get up to him because he flies in the air. Um, mm. So make sure you got your aerial dodges, your glides, your high jumps. I was about to say, uh, yeah. Do you have aerial dodge? Do you have glide? Okay, use those. You're fine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in it's weird. one, he definitely stands on the ground. So it's just yes. getting to him, which is Like you strike raid or if he's next yeah, to you, just whack him. This time you gotta you got to put your zoomies on. you got to get over there real quick. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so he got a few off on me. Honestly, at one point I just let him because my health was already low and I was going to use an HP item, but I was just like, all right, just do this. Then I'll exactly, use the fixer. yeah. So there are certain instances where you know you're going to get Heartless Angel. Uh, if you know the timing well enough, you can actually pop an item, just heal. get yeah. hit by a Heartless Angel, and ha- as the item, because all items have like a, you know, sort of tosses them to the air that come down. Half of the animation, if you get hit, the item will still proc as it, you know, descends, as the animation finishes, and except for, as you are beaten to a pulp, you'll actually just, your, your item will proc, so whatever you use will actually go into effect. Uh, because yeah. just like KH1, yeah, you get, your magic goes to zero, but luckily MP charges the thing, so it'll really go into MP charge. So, or, yeah, this is get, weird. He used uh-huh. it on me, and I feel like my MP didn't go down, but Did- maybe... Hmm. It's because I used an elixir, but like there was a point where my MP was full, but my health was at one. <laughs> so I was very confused. I was like, wait, does he not take away MP anymore? But like, surely he does. But it was weird. I'll have to go back and see if that happens again. Uh. Yeah, know yeah, about that. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's very telegraphed. Telegraphed. It's very easy to predict. Just. The only way it really gets you if it's if you're like at literally like the exact opposite end of the arena, which it's not that big of a space, so yeah. you should be good. Just stay on your toesies, mm-hmm. and then yeah, keep whacking him. And then similarly to KH1, he'll enter his his powered up mode, which I don't know if he has any new attacks except for the one that we'll get to. But like, I feel like he's yeah. just more aggressive and more yes. unpredictable. Correct. So there's no. He definitely got me a few times in this mode, but yeah, like he doesn't want to really do anything new. Too much. He, be, yeah, like you said, becomes more aggressive. There's less. He's just quicker in general, so you gotta, you know, yeah, act, you know, activate your showering gun. You'll be fine, honey. Don't you worry. But yep. he, yeah, he's gonna be quicker. He's gonna be more aggressive. So be careful. Here's where you kind of wanna. If you're not on the complete defensive, here's where you may want to assume a dis- defensive stance at all times and. Pre- Pre- exactly. Kind of try to predict what he's going to be doing, 
or prepare your booty hole because he's going to be trying to swing at you. So yeah, like he does a lot more warping. So I feel like either use reflect a lot or just like look for openings where like you know you're good, like your blocks or your flashes, your sin harvests. Um, yep. Yeah, just like you said, stay defensive at this point because you're almost there, baby. Mm-hmm. He's got one final trick up his sleeve, and that is uh, meteor. <laughs> Which mm, it's very flashy. Say, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I feel like it's yeah, it's not as bad as this meteor in Cache one, just because yes. it's easier to avoid. So it's really flashy, it's really scary looking, but honestly, it's pretty easy to avoid. Just go to one side of the stage, jump, arrow dodge, glide to the other side, wait like a second, jump again, glide to the other side, because it's kind of like he has like a big minigun where he's like and like turning to like aim at you but he can only go so fast yeah and then by the time he catches up to you then you're at the other side it's really not bad but if you yeah. get, caught, get caught in it you're probably going to go down to one hp so just yeah yeah it's very similar to zigbar's desperation in yeah was. For sure. you he like every attack kind of aims at sora but very quickly so if you met if you mess up once you may get hit by the ensuing meteors and they're always they'll always be on your heels, basically. So you want to be fine. But like you like you mentioned, I do little little kind of circles that go the length yeah. of the because he when he does meteor, he goes back to where he is before the fight, like at the edge of the cliff, mm-hmm. and descends up so you can't hit him. Obviously, I just go like you mentioned, like I kind of do little, little ovals around the arena, like obviously drop when you need to if you need to reposition. Because uh, you can, you know, jump again, aerial dodge, and then... But yes, the movie looks scary, but it's very easy to manage, actually. Exactly. And that's pretty much it, honestly. Um, yeah, that's You've seen that's everything good. he has to offer, so just stay calm, take out the last few HP bars, and then congratulations, you won. And then... Hey. I guess one other difference to note is he's vulnerable to magic, Unlike in Cage 1. So you can use some thunders on him. Um, Reflect, obviously. Yes. Um, I I think those are the only two you would want to use, honestly. But, like, if he's, like, close enough, just pop off a thunder to, like, knock him out if you're, like, panicking. But, yeah. He did it. He's won. Yay. But, of course, he plays it off like, <laughs> I hardly even broke sweat. I admit you're quite skilled, but uh, only Cloud can defeat me. Go get him, you peons. <laughs> and then you go, and then as soon as they're out of sight, he's just like, oh my god, everything hurts. <laughs> god damn, that kid is so much stronger than he looks. <laughs> 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 But, yeah, you're sent off on a menial task to go fetch Cloud, which means go to the save point, go to the Bailey, go get Cloud, tell him, yo, Sephiroth's here. Sephiroth? Have you seen a Sephiroth? Why, yes. Yes, I Um, have. (laughs) And it was interesting how Source specifically says he's in the Dark Depths, which is another one of those weird gameplay story bleed-overs where, like, at no point does anyone ever refer to that area as the Dark Depths, and there's no yeah. reason why it should be called the it's Dark just Depths. The a- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but! It's, yeah. 
So it's just like, yeah, the Dark Depths, even though Cloud would have no frame of reference for where that is, but whatever. Yeah, I like um, to think um, that we're just idiots and there's like every area, like in-game, obviously when you go to a new area, the, the, the area name appears on the screen. I like to imagine there's like street signs all over. We're just so oblivious yeah. that we don't see them. It's just like, well, I welcome mean, to the Dark Depths. I guess you get your maps, so maybe like the map does label it. And then maybe everyone just has that map in town, so maybe they do know that as a as a location. It's a possibility. Yeah, he's in the dark depths. So go back to the other save points. Go back to the Crystal Fisher save points. Go back to Sephiroth to witness the cutscene to end all cutscenes. So, did you find Cloud? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or just uh, shut up. <laughs> yes. So Tifa shows up for some reason and she's like, Where's my cloudy muffin? And Sephiroth's like, I'll have none of you, you saucy maid. And Cloud's like, Don't talk to her like that. So he shows up and then it's on, baby. Light and darkness will clash once and for all. And then, yeah. Giant anime fight ensues, which is very reminiscent of the Cage One final mix scene. Um, they're just going ham at each other. Tifa's spouting off that light. Sora's got his popcorn and he's just chowing down like, oh man, this is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, Tifa says, you can have some of my light. And then, yeah, it's just a lot of classic age dialogue. The light doesn't suit you. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't know I just don't know. And then he glows (laughs) like a goddamn Christmas tree. For some reason, yeah. And then they fly and ascend to the heavens, and then they clash, and then they disappear. <gasps> Where, Where they? did they go? Where did they go? <laughs> Cloud is a very important fight. And Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> and 15 years from now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird how they just disappeared and we never see them again. Like... I mean, we'll get into it much, much later, but yeah, that's that's the end of that storyline. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the end of it. Yeah, but I mean, it's cool to see like Tifa kind of go toe to toe with Sephiroth, just her little punchy punchies. And then he deflects her, but then she does her little ooh ah ooh, and dodges his little her little his little toothpick stab. Still got it. <laughs> yeah, no, she's on fire. Yeah. Um. Speaking of still gutting it, after they disappear, she's like, it's okay. He'll be back. He does this sort of thing all the time. But thanks thanks for helping. So here you go. Take this. And I think this is the only time at Cage 2 where it like kind of shows the character handing Sora what we can presume to be a keychain. Um, yeah, I don't think that happens anywhere else. Uh, but yeah. You get a new Keyblade for all your efforts. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to take a wild guess here, but I think this is your favorite Keyblade in the game. Me personally? Oh. Yes. Am I wrong? I like Fenrir. It's a good Mm. boy. So it's really weird. So, well, I guess, one, yes, I do like Fenrir. Uh, negative combo, I love more because of our post-game shenanigans. What What we kind of known for it to yep. become essentially um 
I mean, it still doesn't beat Oblivion. Oblivion is um, a special little baby. I mean, like, new Keyblades. And new Keyblades, yeah, Fenrir, without thinking about it, definitely top three when it comes to design. Like, it's just, it's just a good boy. Just look, there's a lot of references here. Yeah, Uh, it's pretty good. So, so for, I guess we should talk about the, the actual Keyblade itself, but yes, uh, aside from the design, Fenrir, as we mentioned, the ability is negative combo. So Ooh. all the shenanigans we've been talking about, hey, you you might need Fenrir for some things. Um, yeah, it's I mean, actually going to get... be one of the most useful Keyblades in the game. So yeah, that's uh, do we get one negative combo or two negative combos from level up? Is only one? I'm not sure. Actually, okay. I think just I... one. I would assume, you know. And research says, yes, there is one negative combo you get via level up, KH2, yeah. and the second one comes with Fenrir. So yes, because your base combo is three hits, you'll need Fenrir and negative combo equipped to just spam the finishers. Just yep. the finishers. Oops, all finishers. Oops, all finishers. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, and, um, it is... and yeah, it's... It's the Big. strongest Keyblade in the game. It's got seven strength, so even stronger than Ultima. Spoiler yeah. alert. So that's pretty cool, but it got poo-poo magic, but again, Cage 2 Welcome to KH2, where the stats don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> it's more for bragging rights than anything. Like, oh, I, I'm seven. <laughs> mm. You're six. Mm, how embarrassing for you. <laughs> um... But yeah, in terms of design, why don't you why don't you talk about it? Well, well, well. Uh, so it's funny because it's definitely. I mean, it is a combination of Cloud and Sephiroth at the end of the day. So Fenrir is a reference to. It's funny because they're wearing their Advent Children outfits, and this only matters for Advent Children, really. Oh. But Cloud's Cloud's motorcycle is called the Fenrir. Oh, I was gonna ask, where does Fenrir come from? Because I definitely don't remember that from anything in. Final Fantasy it, yes, it is actually okay. no absolute references to regular seven. Besides, well, the the guard, the sides of the guard are purple, referencing Cloud's like original soldier costume, and Ooh. the handle itself is like the red Buster Sword handle. Uh, aside then, from that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, well, no, not even that. I was gonna say, I mean, obviously, the blade itself is very much like his Buster Sword, but like. The bandages are a cage, uh, a Kingdom Hearts thing. So yes, not even that really. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's basically his Buster Sword, as we see in Kingdom Hearts. And obviously, this is the most unique Keyblade because it's just—it's like a car key. So there's no teeth. It's like a lot of people love it because it, it looks like an actual sword, which I always hate when people say that about Keyblades because, like, well, they're not swords; they're keys. But, They're keys. Yeah. yeah, this it's... Uh, it's very funny looking back at Fenrir because now we have mm-hmm. one other prominent keyblade that looks just like a regular like tumbler pin key essentially. Yep. Wink wink. Um but yeah, other than that little bitty yeah, and it's got the bandage part of <sighs> of KH like damaged like Cloud's, like, bandage buster sword, quote-unquote. Um, yep. The top of the guard kind of resembles, like, steam bitties, which are, I guess are just references to Cloud's motorcycle. And then, yeah, the keychain is just 
the the Fenris symbol that Cloud has on his Advent Children oh. costume at the end of the day. So, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, those like two little pointy bits at the top of the handle, are that's, is that supposed to be like the motorcycle handlebars? Like, what's going on the there? I think, I, I, <laughs> I think it looks like the engine, but it also could be like the uh, motorcycle handlebars. So yeah. Okay. It's got layers. <laughs> like an onion. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a good-looking Keyblade. I will mm. definitely... Like, I'm not going to knock anything against it. It's not my favorite, but, I mean, just, like, in terms of concept, it's just so cool because it's unique and that, yeah, it's just literally a sword. Um, so it's fun. Um, the only thing I don't really like, which you pointed out, is um, the, yeah, the purple handles feel a little out of place to me, but, eh, yeah, whatever. Um, but other than that, yeah, no, it's good. Um, very, very satisfying reward for beating old Sephiroth. Much better than, um, One-Winged Angel. One-Winged Angel. No, Which has no use by the time we get it. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, Finra Keyblade. So, now that's all done. We have almost completed everything in Radiant <sighs> Garden. Minus one particularly mischievous cave, which we will save for another time. <sighs> yes. So, we are almost wrapped up in terms of all the to-dos, um, but we're going to save that for a very special episode. Yes. But for now. We're going to get back on track with next week's episode. <laughs> next week, we're going to wrap this story up. That's right. We're doing Final Zemnus through ending, through credits, through post credits, through secret ending, through end result screen. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the grand time. finale. Yeah. And yeah, I'm excited, obviously, because the endings are always the most fun mm-hmm. so next week's gonna be the big one lots and lots and lots to talk about and then prepare your booties yes and then after that we'll have a few little other things to touch on uh, yeah. like the aforementioned cave so we'll have a few episodes after that to sort of wrap up the game uh, yeah. much like how on cage one we had a few after we discussed the ending but yeah mm. It's all been leading up to this, so the stay tuned. Chunks. The end is nigh. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, you've got things to do. Yeah. You can rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can subscribe if you haven't already. You can email us at khbhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, khbhpodcast at gmail.com. And you can tell a friend about us if they also like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Uh, spread the love. And, yeah, above all else, you can just have a fun time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's been quite a doozy, but yeah, Cage Two has a lot more in terms of side con- well, Final Mix anyways adds a lot more side content. Yep. Um, but we've gone through most of it, so oh, hopefully now we'll we get back go to- for God. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a fun time. But- yeah. 
Yeah. Until next time, to the altar of Nott, to stare longingly at the giant door. <laughs> and beyond. Yes. All right, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.